Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> oh, let's go, Arnie Spanier. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, big boy. I'm so happy right oh. now. Do you know why I'm happy right now, Arnie? Why is because that? Because I'm watching, well, it's not live baseball. It's a little bit of a, of a tape-delayed baseball because I'm watching the Dodgers game on the MLB Network right now. But oh. I'm watching baseball that's happening as we speak. And while this might just be spring training to some, by the end of this week, by next Sunday night, we'll have real live baseball to talk about. By God, Arnie, we'll have real live NBA to talk about. Are you ready for the resumption of sports? You know, I feel like I'm already a day ahead of you because oh, yeah? I watched it yesterday. Met Yankees. I was a little disappointed. As, as did I. Uh, yeah, I, w- I was disappointed. The lack of fans. I didn't think it was going to bother me. The lack of fans. The no fans. Um, didn't think it was going to bother me. It is going to bother me, though. Um, so I'm not so sure how I'm going to like the season. By the way, I just saw this. Blue Jays are looking in the plane at uh, PNC Park, where the Pirates play for their home game. Ooh. So so you're not going to have them up in Vermont? You're not going <laughs> to You're not going to take the Blue Jays in Vermont. Oh, hey, well, I wish we could. I wish uh, we could. That's for sure. Well, we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. All you have to do is visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We have John Paul Morosi coming yeah. up here in our second segment. So we're going to do a lot of baseball preview here in hour number 1, but I I kind of jokingly thought you know, it's going to be just a matter of time before Arnie finds something to complain about with the return of baseball. And you're already mad. <laughs> I know, right? It took one game. It's different. I kind of dig what they're doing where, you know, no fans, but they have the, the area where there's a canopy over it so they can players can sit in the stands and watch the game and do their true social distancing. But I'll be, I mean, it's going to take some getting used to. I mean, is is this from what you've been able to to kind of understand and what you've been able to dig into? I mean, we're going to have a point where you're going to start seeing places that say, okay, 
our numbers are looking okay. Let's try 25% capacity, kind of like NASCAR did. I mean, right. we're going to see fans in the stands at some point in baseball this year, right? Well, right? I've been saying that all along. Look, I, coming into last night, I was very excited. I'm like, okay, it's baseball, preseason exhibition. I, I don't even know what you want to call it anymore, but I'm like, give me something. Um, give me something live. I don't care if it doesn't count. I, I just was excited about it. And then, you know, as you're going along, you don't hear the fans. You start to realize the fans are just... This is a, a big part of baseball. As baseball is for the fans. How profound is that? Yeah, don't oh, don't steal that you. from me. Not. But I mean, it it really took away from the game. I I don't know if I'm going to feel the same from the NBA, the NHL, NFL, college football. And I and I think I am. But um, and I'm not complaining. You you ask and I tell. Um, it just wasn't the same. It wasn't even close. Yes, I'm happy to have whatever back. Just give me a morsel of food, like you said, and right. I'm going to go yum yum yum. It's the best thing ever. But um, I, I missed having the fans out there, even with the piped-in crowd noise and the cutout people and all that stuff there. It, it's still obviously not the same. I did realize how much my baseball knowledge had dipped over the last couple of years whenever you know our, our summers, in all reality, had been spent talking a lot about what? The upcoming NFL season. You know, you, you kind of went from – uh, college football to the NFL playoffs to the NFL free agency to the, the NFL draft to OTAs and then oh hey the World Series is here all right but I, I realized how much I had let my baseball knowledge dip when I was watching the Mets and the Yankees and every guy that came up they're like he had a sensational season last year I'm like I have no idea who that dude is so it was a it was a good understanding process for me last night but I, I I'm not trying to to say that it wasn't different or. A, or, or we're not going to have things to complain about, but Arnie, it's gonna it's gonna take some adjusting. It's a different world. I mean, even I'm watching right now is gosh, AJ Pollock is still a Dodger, isn't he? But there, you know, you see the cardboard cutouts. It's it's different. It's odd. Uh, it's gonna take some getting used to. But I, I'm in the end, I'm like you. I'll take this morsel of food. I'll eat it up. I hope we get a chance to go to games. Maybe NASCAR's model from Bristol and into Texas today is a good one. And the N- or, well NFL is a whole different story. But maybe baseball and NBA can follow it. Probably unlikely NBA but maybe more so baseball and by the next couple of months we're watching games with fans in the stands right i mean isn't that the hope i i've been saying all along i'm hoping to get i don't know why we could have fans in the stands um for the college football and for the nfl i don't know if we Uh, will excuse me i don't know if we will we will we will we will trust me on that um, but we can't have you know fans in the stand when it comes to baseball, and that's a you could pretty much spread everybody out also. So that's what I, I that's why I figured they're going to let people in, whether it's like ten or or twenty thousand, but they'll let people in eventually. Yeah. So what's your confidence? I mean, this is a one eighty as we shift to football real quick with John Paul Morosi coming up here in just yeah. a bit with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. I mean, last night, as most of your Saturday, you seem kind of doom and gloom. Oh, why are we even playing? Uh, we should shut it all down. And now you're telling me that we're going to have fans in the stands for football and we're ready to go? What changed? Well, wait, wait, wait. Well, for for uh, football or for baseball? For I football. Mean- well, for football, I always thought we were going to get going. I'm, I was worried about what's going on in college. And then you see, um, you know, that Alabama is still looking to schedule games for crying out loud. Like, who, who wants to play in a couple weeks? I'm like, Oh, what happened to the 15 year period that you need to, to schedule these games way ahead of time? Um, so I, I, I thought that was laughable. They're, they're looking to schedule games and the Pac 12 and the, and the Big Ten, uh, get rid of their out of conference games. 
Yeah, no, but but again, yeah. what changed from we're probably we're doomed and we're not going to have a season and maybe we should shut it down to yeah we're going to have fans in the stands. I I gotta I gotta get some of this optimism from you. I I know you're trying to find a way to take your shot at how it takes a long time to make and schedule a game, and you're right, it's ridiculous. Right. But right. where did this 180 come from? Where did positive I, Arnie come from I, with football? I, I, I think positive Arnie came from just seeing that. You know, we overcame the all those uh, positive cases for all the colleges. Like, first of all, we saw the Clemson one. We're like, oh, no, Good it's point. like 34. We're yep. shutting it down. And then we're like, no, we're not going to shut it down. We're just going to continue. And then people are getting, uh, you know, schools are getting everybody back. Um, it looks like the kids are going to get back to school also, though some yep. will have an option. Um, I I didn't think that was going to happen. I was a little worried about that also. Though some schools decided not to have fall sports, but I think those are like D3 type schools, Chris, and we, we have that out here. Uh, University of Vermont isn't going to have uh, a fall sports. They're, they're going to delay it a little bit, but um, otherwise I think the big schools are like full steam ahead, let's go. So I, I feel I got a little positivity from that. Okay, well then I'll, I'll wait. I'll stay positive I, as I've wait, always wait, thought. You want to be negative this time? What are we? Good, good cop, bad cop. You tell me what's going on. Let's save it for hour three. Let's okay. uh, <laughs> let's save my negativity in college football, or at least my pessimism, for hour number three because I do think I, I, I do think you hit on a really good point, Arnie, and it's something that I, I know that. Weekday mornings here on Fox Sports Radio, Clay, Clay Travis talks about a lot. You never hear the positive stories. And I, I know talking about something where positive tests are bad, but the positive stories. For instance, everybody talked about, oh, my gosh, they shut down practices at Ohio State. And Kansas State had that many. What did you talk about Clemson? Clemson, all these tests. And then you, you, you had North Carolina had to shut it down. And, and Houston sent people home. But did you ever hear the stories about the resumption of practices? Right. Did you right. ever hear anyone focusing on, hey, they're back and they're working out in Manhattan, Kansas, and they're back and they're working out in Columbus, Ohio, and North Carolina? It's going to get things going. That That's kind of where my frustration is, Arnie, and I think you hit on a good point there, that we, we were starting to see, and, and again, I, I'm pretty partial. I know MGM John points this out on Twitter before every show. I'm pretty partial to Oklahoma. But since their players reported on July 1, they had yeah, 12 or 14 guys that came in that tested positive on July 1. Do you know how many positive tests they've had since then, Arnie? No. With not just the football team, but the staff? None. Ooh. Zero. You, you don't hear many people talking about Notre Dame and there's zero positive tests. I mean, it, it, it's almost r- ridiculous how – here's another example. One of the local TV stations in, in Oklahoma, whenever OU had zero positive tests with their second round of testing, there were still nine cases that were recovering, nine active cases. Right. Arnie, their headline story wasn't zero positive tests for the Sooners. Their headline story was still nine active cases. So I, <laughs> I don't understand – I mean, Right, I'm like, wait what, – what are we doing here? So I think you're on to something where if we stop and we step back and we realize, hey, there's some good stories going on in college football about being able to mitigate this. And there's going to be more positive tests. But how do you bounce back from it? And so far, Arnie, I'll say my pessimism for hour three, but I think you hammer a great point to start this show. There's great stories everywhere when it comes to battling this virus, specifically in college football right now. 
we're waiting for somebody to take that step. When when we see NASCAR with it, people already yeah. been uh, texting in. Well, hey, Plank, what do you think about the what is it? The twenty thousand. Oh, we'll get uh, to it. Yeah, yeah. At NASCAR, well, twenty thousand in NASCAR leads to what? Twenty thousand for Major League Baseball, which leads to thirty or forty thousand for college football. And then the NFL goes. Well, let's start with half capacity. Right. Even though some of them have already said like twenty thousand, they've they've already made their decision. It seems like i'd wait a little bit before i'd put a firm decision on how much i'm going to let people into my stadium since you brought up the nfl yeah i I probably need a a good talking to here i probably need somebody to get in my face and tell me to readjust my priorities but this whole um coordinated effort by major league baseball or excuse me by the national football league today and several star players you know from the drew breezes of the world to the the kyler murray with, with their coordinated effort hey we want to play Am I a horrible person if I look at that and say, hey, y'all, we've been here and done this with baseball. You know, I, I don't need your, your public outcry about this. We know you want to play. Um, shut up and get it done. Am I an awful person where I don't want to spend sports radio hours tonight debating about, well, the, the testing should be here, Arnie, and it should be taking place at this point, and, and this should be the plan. I mean, I, I just kind of sit back and think, okay, uh, I, I get it. We want you to be safe. We want you to play, but – Take take care of this in your negotiations, and for goodness sakes, what the hell have we been doing for the last few months if just now we're coming up with this plan? I, I, Am I a sure. bad person? Well, no, but I'm not sure where the disconnect is. You know, what do the players say? We want to be safe. We want to be tested like every day, and the owners are like, no, we don't want you to be safe. We only want to test right. you once a month. <laughs> I, I, is there so, I don't know. Is there somebody on the side of we're against safety and we don't <laughs> we don't give a damn? I, aren't we all on the same side of that? At least I thought we were all. On the same side of this you know yeah and, and i get it deadline spur action we're a couple of well i almost said a couple weeks now a couple days away from when nfl training camp is supposed to start and some rookies will be reporting earlier this week but man when, when i saw that coordinated effort i thought ah cool figure it out I, I i didn't sit here and and by any means you know the baseball negotiations got pretty heated and we spent yes, i think it would be fair to say and arnie especially on your local show we spent a lot of man hours on these programs debating who was in the right or who was in the wrong I, is it wrong of me to say i don't care figure it out we've been here in this process for the better part of three months i i don't and and i know it's incredibly short-sighted but why are we fighting about this when as arnie spaniel just put it we're all on the same page here we want football and we want you to be healthy and we want you to be safe what are we fighting about right now what's Ex- what, what, what's going on and especially with what's going on with viruses how we're kind of going backwards in california and stuff uh-huh. like that um, unemployment, uh, you know, and, and especially the extra unemployment that's going to be done in like a week from now. People are on edge. And last yeah. thing we want to hear about is like, uh, uh, you know, players crying about um, about coming back and, and how they want to play. Then let's go. Let's get it done. What the, what, what did uh, Trout say? Tell us when and to what time and, and yeah. we'll be there. Same thing. <laughs> I, 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 I understand and I get it. I don't need uh, someone that's like literal fan. Well, here's we, we get it. We, we understand understand that they they don't want the preseason we understand that it's a battle over cash and and guaranteed money but in the same vein I kind of stop and I pause and you know there was that joke 
I'm a South Park fan. There was a joke in South Park a few years ago where they were trying to come up with something creative, and every time they did, what was the reaction? Ah, the Simpsons did it. That's what I feel like with the NFL right now. I'm like, hey, we, we went through this with baseball. What are you people doing? Figure it out. Let's hope they can figure it out. We'll debate it more later in the show. All right, when we come back, let's talk about a sport that is currently live. We're watching a little yeah. Yankees. We're watching a little Dodgers. What does it mean for the start of the season? Are we worried about the season finishing? The great John Paul Morosi joins us next with Arnie and Plank right here on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Sarni and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Bobo on the wheels of Steel to Sager on updates. Bo Benson in tonight as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Let's talk some baseball, shall we? Yeah. Uh, love, love this dude. He's the best when it comes to covering Major League Baseball or hockey, for that matter. John Paul Morosi is in the house, MLB Network. You hear him a lot here on Fox Sports Radio. John Paul, man, your excitement level uh, to finally cover a game because you, you've you been our go-to guy for so many years, and these last few weeks, months have been challenging with the back and forth of, hey, we, we want this, we need that, show us when, or tell us when and where. All right, no, wait, we need this. I mean, how nice has it been this week to actually cover a game i'm excited uh to think about the way this week is going to play out of course uh, to begin with the nationals and the yankees on thursday uh, the matchup that we've all been wanting to see cole and scherzer it just sounds good it sounds good to say that it sounds good uh, over uh, last night just to be able to see bryce harper 
digging back into the plate uh, at Nationals Park. I, I realized there were no boos in the crowd there. Of course, now he's wearing a Phillies uniform. Uh, but still just to see that and, and to see Harper on the field with a great swing, by the way, uh, against Max. I, I mean, I, I think that uh, it's just fun to be able to talk about which team's going to win. Obviously, there's still a lot of uh, conversations around the really important public health dynamics here, but it, it is really great for all of us to be able to have a good old-fashioned sports debate about sports. You know, when I went to watch the games last night, uh, especially the Mets-Yankees, I was excited, and then I was kind of caught off guard how much I'm really missing the fans, and I wasn't digging the crowd noise and anything like that. Were you caught off guard? Did did you miss the fans, or were you easily over it? Well, Arnie, for me, I I wasn't necessarily... Over it from a standpoint of uh, realizing, obviously, just how visually everything looks different, sounds different, uh, and you constantly have the reminders that this is not normal. And, and yet we all realize that we must find ways to adjust and adapt and live safely within this new normal. And, and I think, so for me to see D.D. Gregorius hitting a home run, oh, wearing a mask, yeah. that was a pretty great moment to, to show uh, all of us uh, that, that we can do our jobs while also caring for the well-being of others. And I think that was a really great message. Uh, I know that I saw it and I smiled and, and to see uh, you know, the Cleveland players tapping cleats instead of shaking hands. Again, it's different, but, it, but it's okay. It, it's the way that we have to do our jobs and adjust in a sports context when so many people around the world in so many walks of life uh, have had to adapt in, in greater ways and, frankly, make far greater sacrifices. So I look at it as a, a constant reminder that, yes, things are different, but also that we have a role to play and an example to help set. And I want to say, really, as someone who's, who's covered this sport and been lucky to be around it for so long, uh, the, the way the players have handled themselves throughout all of this has been really inspiring to me. Uh, I think that they've set a great example. They have followed the rules. Uh, yes, there have been a handful of positive tests uh, even in the last week or so, but the overall positive rate for the baseball population is, is quite low, and that tells me that, that uh, the players have done a very good job of making a lot of sacrifices, staying away from public gatherings, and really putting the collective above the individual. And I really think that the players in this sport and those who are making it possible, the trainers and, and, and the team staff, the coaches, the coaching staff, the managers, they just deserve an immense amount of credit from everybody and a lot of gratitude because it's going to give the fans of our country a pretty special weekend here in a few days. It's going to be a fun sprint. You know, baseball's so unique in the length of its season, but we legit – uh, get a sh- get a short sprint, and-, and I'm glad you brought up the players taking responsibility because John Paul, I'm I'm a big college football guy. That's my main beat. You know, we're counting on 18 to 23 year old kids to go completely against uh, kind of their regular mode of operation yeah. when it comes to being smart about their social circle. You hit it on the head. Baseball, they've really, I don't want to say they've embraced it, but they follow the rules so far. There's going to be positive tests, but I really like the plan. It was, it was obviously a little bit tough at times to get to the bottom line, but I really like the plan and how they're reacting and almost embracing this. I agree. Uh, I have seen uh, a lot of smiles uh, watching the games, and I've been involved in some different Zoom conversations uh, with with different players, interviews around the country, and and that, honestly, for me, uh, to get a chance to kind of 
literally zoom around the, the country to different uh, uh, clubhouse <laughs> interviews that are lined up uh, at different podiums around the majors. Today I was uh, hopping in. Matthew Boyd's getting the opening day start with the Tigers and his uh, great press conference with, with really just some beautiful sentiments from Matthew about uh, what we're all doing here and, and finding the positive in, in, in the midst of everything that's happening and, and the tragic loss of life, but that, that we can do something uh, to really build back some uh, some continuity and, and some, some happiness and moments of light for people. So I think Matthew's words were just were beautiful today, and I think we're seeing that same attitude in a lot of other places. Hearing Kyle Farmer talk about how he compares the, the chemistry on the Reds right now to what the Dodgers had a couple of years ago. He was on that team as well. So you, you take a mental note of that. There's, there's a moments of, of really some pretty cool stories that are happening all around the major leagues. Daniel Bard, how about that, coming back to the major leagues uh, seven years yeah. after, uh, of course, he went through the yips and really couldn't locate the ball. Uh, and now seven years later, after being a coach with the Diamondbacks, he's found it again. He's back in the major leagues. There are just some incredible stories that I think are making us all smile right now, which which is what we need and to be able to really rally together. And, and to your point, again, Chris, it, it comes down to the fact that the players have put our country and the sport in a position to enjoy it, and really they deserve an immense amount of credit right now. Uh, JP, no to the Blue Jays, but yes to the NHL. Uh, and I know the NHL's not going back and forth across the border, but you'd have to think if this was the Leafs they had to make a decision on, oh my goodness, could you imagine the backlash if they told the Toronto Maple Leafs you can't play at home for the playoffs, you've got to go play in the States. Uh, what did you think about the decision about them telling the Blue Jays uh, you can't do that? Can't well, play here? I, mean, I think to me there was a lot of logic behind it, and I think, Arnie, the, the, the main difference is exactly what you said yeah. that the crossing of the border and and Canada candidly that they've done a better job with COVID-19 than the U.S. has and and I and when you consider the the risk of the population that that bringing in people on a continual basis in and out of the country for a for a, a pretty significant enterprise of Major League Baseball uh, and professional sports when you do it in and out as as you would in this manner that it would be introducing some risk and coming from a country where obviously uh, the, the rate of infection is, is substantially higher here in the States than it is in Canada. So uh, I respect their decision. It's similar to what you'd probably see. Uh, obviously, the European countries have made different uh, decisions uh, that they've made about international travel right now as well. So I think quite simply, that that is really what it comes down to. And, and the reason why they could play the NHL there is, 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 as you pointed out, these are two very fixed hubs. I think it was important for the National Hockey League to go into one country or the other, either the U.S. or Canada, and that way there's no more worrying about people having to go through customs. You're in the country for the duration, period. Yeah. And uh, candidly, right now, uh, Canada's uh, rates of infection are substantially lower than ours, and, and I think that was a, a real logical decision, of course, when you consider uh, how much of the identity of the National Hockey League is in Canada anyway. So I think that was uh, the, the right decision for them, and now we must wait to see where the Toronto Blue Jays play their 2020 season. Uh, Buffalo is a strong possibility, uh, but I, I really think that baseball and the Blue Jays will look at every single possible option in the U.S. here in, in a couple of days to come. Could one of those options, I don't know, be a triple-A town or, I don't know, a double-A stadium somewhere in a smaller market, or do you think they're going to steer more towards major league stadiums, John Paul? It's a great question, Chris. I think for me that it's going to be the possible full-time home in the Northeast would likely be Buffalo because it's right across the border and, of course, the AAA affiliate of the Toronto Blue Jays. Dunedin, of course, where they have spring training, the facility is great. 
but the weather is not optimal at all when you consider the amount of rain you would get there in Florida, and obviously the COVID-19 situation there is, is not good at all either at the moment. So uh, I, I would say you'd want to go to a spot in the Northeast. You've got a lot of great minor league stadiums all throughout Pennsylvania, Ohio, uh, New York, as I mentioned, with Buffalo. Uh, I saw it reported and mentioned maybe even Charlotte a possibility, which has been mentioned long down the line as a possible expansion location. I think they'll look at every single possible option uh, and then make the best call they can uh, based on the overall circumstances. But uh, I, I would think it doesn't necessarily have to be just Buffalo because, candidly, they're not going to be going back to Toronto back and forth. This is going to be – they're going to be in the U.S. the entire time. And so pick the best location, the best stadium. And I know Nashville's a new ballpark. Charlotte's pretty new. So I'm sure every possible, uh, possible outpost is being evaluated right now for the Toronto Blue Jays. You're the man. John Paul, we appreciate your time, and I'm glad we have baseball to finally talk about. Can't wait for this week for opening day, and we really just uh, can't thank you enough for coming on with us, man. Have a My great pleasure, week. guys. Call me in a week, and we'll be able to overreact to three <laughs> or four games, which is actually more like 12 games. Yeah, so I It's really appropriate. Hot takes welcome after game one, my friend. Ah, it's like I dog years. It. Thanks, John Paul. Uh, That's uh, John Paul Morosi. Go follow him oh. on Twitter, at John, J-O-N, Morosi. He'll keep you up to date on everything you need to know with Major League Baseball. All right. Rolling into the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios is the one and only Steve DeSager with everything going on, including baseball scores, mm-hmm. DeSager. Yes. We have scores tonight. My <laughs> Dodgers. Oh, yeah. Don't start, please, on behalf of yeah. all of the Dodger yeah. fans, please don't start. Look what happened to my Lakers, but go uh, ahead. Boy, that hasn't even started. You're already going to curse <laughs> them. Four MLB exhibitions tonight. More on the Toronto situation. They are looking at other sites, of course, preferably a major league ballpark. That's what their mm-hmm. players say. Mm-hmm. That's what the front office says they will listen to. It's not just that Pittsburgh has been mentioned. It's now been confirmed in media reports in Pittsburgh and Toronto that the Blue Jays have looked into playing games at PNC Park, Ooh. the Pirates' home stadium. If you compare the two schedule they do have a conflict of course on opening day but not another conflict until you get into september and the sportsnet reporter from canada points out that the new gm of the pirates and assistant gm both just came over from the blue jays front office in the offseason so as far as helping out the jays and trying to work something out if they can get a major league park yes that is one of the options now if everything on the major league level falls through then yes triple a buffalo is an option but there are concerns regarding the space as well as the stadium lights or toronto spring training site in florida that's in case they can't secure a major league park the come story. to vermont we got centennial field <laughs> major short league park. season a, there you go. Short season sure. a ball. yesterday canada's government denied the blue jays request to play their home games in toronto this season the government doesn't want all the travel back and forth across the border, especially when so many areas in the U.S. have a higher virus risk. The NHL got the exemption to go play in Canada this year because both of the hub sites are, yes, in Canadian cities. No travel to the U.S. needed. Now, the Blue Jays' first home game is July 29th. They open the season on the road this week. Toronto did say opening night pitcher for them will be Hyunjin Ryu, ex of the Dodgers. Yep. He's starting a four-year deal that was worth $80 million. It isn't anymore. Anthony Rendon, now with the <laughs> Angels, is feeling better after missing the last two days after uh, oblique tightness. Cubs first baseman Anthony Rizzo, who had a bad back, went through a full workout today. He hopes to play by Wednesday's exhibition. White Sox beat the Cubs at Wrigley Field, Chicago 7-3. White Sox with six runs in the top of the fifth. Baltimore hit three solo homers in a 4-1 victory at Philadelphia. Yankees 
hit four solo home runs in a 6 nothing win against the Mets. Aaron Judge hit a two-run shot as well as his solo shot. And at Dodger Stadium, it's bottom of the eighth, L.A. 9-2 over the Arizona Diamondbacks. Cody Bellinger of the Dodgers hit a grand slam in the first inning. He also had an RBI single, so Bellinger 3-for-4. Five huh. RBIs tonight. The first of the Our three. Year. The first of the please stop. The first of the three <laughs> exhibitions tonight, Monday, Tuesday, and then the Dodgers play an opening night game Thursday night, hosting San Francisco. Clayton Kershaw against Johnny Cueto. The opener for the major leagues Thursday night. Just before that will be the Yankees and Garrett Cole at Washington against Max Scherzer, who gave up a ton of home runs last night. Austin Dillon took the NASCAR race in front of some fans at Texas. John Rahm won the Memorial by five strokes. And there's an MLS. MLS doubleheader on FS1 right now. Seattle is at the half, and they have a 2-0 lead over Vancouver. San Jose before this won 2-0 against Chicago. And, yes, the NFL players did tweet their concerns about health protocols today. Back to you. Yeah, thanks a lot, Steve. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part is figuring out which way is easy. I do like you trying to get the Blue Jays up to Vermont. So oh, I was thinking I here in Oklahoma. That. We have a COVID-19 problem, though, right now, so I don't, I don't think anyone's going to be coming to Oklahoma. I, Our numbers was, have gone through the roof. Oh, my really? gosh. It's, oh. it's crazy you mentioned that. I was going to give you a story today. You know, my brother's driving cross-country from uh, Los Angeles to Vermont, and he was just in Oklahoma hours ago, and they stopped at the gas station. He said there was, like, about 40 people at this, like, big truck stop gas station. And him and two other people, the only ones wearing a mask, and somebody yelled, we've got it under control here in Oklahoma. Yeah, no, yeah. we don't. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there are certain counties. I mean, I'm not sitting here trying to defend anyone, but there are certain counties in Oklahoma, Arnie, yeah. that if you drove through, they'd be like, COVID-19, what the hell are you talking about? You know, right, it, legit right. where it hasn't hit them. But that's this country. Right? I mean, that that's kind of where we are as a country right now. Uh, you mentioned the Blue Jays being homeless. DeSager hit it on the head. The uh, I, I guess you could say the front office for Toronto, through Blue Jays reliever Anthony Bass, have made it clear that the players prefer to play in a Major League Baseball park. Also added, quote, we don't want to be in a place where it's a hot spot. We want to be where it's safe, a place where cases are going down or they're very low. So good, good luck finding that right now but i mean seriously if you think about it it's kind of few and far between where you can just find that as far as the cases are concerned if you're just looking at the number of cases the blue jays play their home here's a question i have are you talking about this last night i was gonna say would that be great if they played a field that had no home run fence and the ball would just have to like yeah you just go chase it down forever and ever (laughs) if this was hockey do you really think that the and they the blue excuse me the maple Leafs were in the playoffs and they had to go across the border a few times do you really think that the, the the prime minister would be shutting down the potential for hockey no. in Toronto. Hell no. no. No, I said this last night, yeah. and, and everybody was disagreeing with me. I, I, oh, don't, I don't know about that for a right. second. And I know the difference between them going back and forth on the border right now and, and what that has to do with it. But um, you do have a lot of teams up there, and, and they're not quarantining all those teams, right? They're allowed to no. go about and, and How many teams are in each city there? What, eight? Um, 12, uh, right? Or Yeah, there's 24 12. that's in the playoffs, right? Yeah, Isn't so, that their number? I mean, my my whole point is a lot of people up there. Uh, you know, they split it obviously into the two hubs. Uh, I really believe if it was about the Maple Leafs and hockey, they would have made a different decision. <laughs> All right, we got a lot of really good tweets to get to. I, I I have a question though for you. 
Can we actually spend some time tonight? I, I know we just had Moro- John Paul Morosi on, but can we spend some time? I mean, maybe throwing a few predictions out? No. For no, this? No, no? No, 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 no. I will well, do that the last segment, of course. But. Well, I mean, why, why can't Why can't I? Why can't I, Bobo? I mean, we, why we, can't we Bo? Can, we can, but, you know, it, I was thinking about this. I'm like, when's Plank going to start giving, you know, his baseball predictions, then he got the NBA predictions? That's right. And, uh, you know what's going to happen with you know Oklahoma football? I'm worried about college football. I, I still can't believe the SEC is scheduling more, more out of conference games, and Pac-12 won't have any. It's insane. Well, we'll get to that in our final yeah. hour. But I, I do. I, I you have your picks. Yeah. It's been a, a tradition on this yes n- n- new show that's it's sweeping been tough the nation. For four but, months, believe but me. yet we've been on the air for eight years. I still haven't yeah. figured that out. Yeah. Um. But I can, can we have like one segment, sure. maybe an hour? Okay. Thank you. Just sure. where we can talk about some teams to keep an eye on. You know, I I was watching a little bit earlier tonight. The Yankees play. I was impressed with some of their youngsters. I I watched a little bit of the White Sox, Arnie. I was impressed yeah, with some never, of their youngsters. Could you imagine in, in the eight and a half years we've been doing the show, if we came on and said, man, my team's looking real good in spring training, well, I would have I would have shouted you down in a second if you ever said something like that, you know? You know, there is something different, though, this time around, Arnie. We haven't had sports for three months, and right, that kind of exactly, makes a little yes, bit of it. Yes. I mean, you almost yes. let me talk a little NASCAR last yes, week. I true. mean, we almost got to talk NASCAR last week, but <laughs> we'll dive into a little bit of what we've learned. And yeah, you know, the, the, the news isn't really good for college football right now. And I know that all across the country, um, uh, numbers, depending on where the emphasis is put, if it's hospitalization, if it's total cases, if it's deaths, you know, you, you can tell about three different stories if you want. But it's so unique, kind of the, the wide focus that college administrators have to have. So coming up a little bit later on, I'll lay out what I've learned this past week. You know, and, and, and it sucks because in every conversation that you have, Arnie, you talked about it. Pac-12. Now, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten are getting to their schedule and what it's going to look like conference only. How many games are they going to play? Are they going to play nine games, ten games? Are they going to play eight games? What What's it going to look like? You, you mentioned Alabama and the potential of a BYU-Alabama game coming up. You know, Oklahoma has already petitioned the NCAA to move its opener up a week to play in that week zero or zero week and then have a bye week before, after each of those games so they can test. But you know what every single one of those conversations is is met with? And what is the asterisk or the caveat to every single one of those conversations? Yeah. If we play. Right. If we play. Well, we're working on this right now in Alabama playing BYU to make up for the lost USC game. I mean, if we play, but that's what we're looking. That's what just kind of sucks about the whole conversation well, right now with college football. Chris, what bothers me the most is, look, I know I'm in a, a small town in Burlington, Vermont. We have, we have the University of Vermont here, and they canceled fall sports. And I know people say, well, what's the big deal there? A lot of schools have done that. What the big deal is, we're 50th in new infections um, out of 50. <laughs> we're 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 behind Hawaii. We're behind Alaska. We've had thirteen hundred new infections total in the four months. We've had the least amount of deaths. I don't think we've had one death in over a month and a half. Um, but yet we shut down our fall sports. So if we're right. doing that here in Vermont, um, with the lowest amount of infections, thirteen hundred. Um, what chance does the rest of the country have to go through with sports if, if we're shutting it down here? You know, I, I will say that f- for some FCS schools and, and junior college, 
I do think it presents some unique opportunities because they're still going to try to play in the spring, right? I mean, they're just shutting down for the fall, but they're going to try to some, play in the spring. Right. I don't yeah. know all, but I think, you know what, I think that'd be fantastic. You yeah, know, those D3 schools, I think there'd be a lot more interest. And, in, you know, even if the Ivy Leagues did that, I I, I think I'd actually tune into an Ivy League game <laughs> um, to, to watch a little college football if it was in the spring. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, we know that deadlines spur action. What does that mean for the NFL? We'll talk about it next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Arnie and Plank, Fox Sports Radio, on a Sunday night. Brought to you in part by Geico. Did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's 15%, Arnie, on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit geico.com to learn more. Uh, By the way, Todd Furman coming up next hour from Vegas. Got a lot to talk about with him. I got to get out there. You They're say that every private week. Plane. They're going to send a private plane for me and give me a suite, they promised. Bernie Flato promised, oh. yeah. Oh, did he? Well, there you yeah, go. Well, I filled in for Bernie. That was my, that was my, that's what I'm charging them. Good job. Well done. Good luck. I, I was there, too. Do Good I get luck collecting that? on that, yeah. All right, two things. I, I mentioned off the top, and I don't want to contradict myself, but I'm not really big on diving into the uh, – kind of the logistics of the battle between the players and the owners in the NFL right now. But for those that were curious, according to a report from Dan Graziano, yeah. the tweet storm, the social media, I don't want to say attack, but show of unity was actually something that was suggested tonight by Dolphins cornerback Byron Jones. 
who said on a recent players reps call, quote, we'll do it as a way of getting out the message that players are just aren't just trying to get out of camp. We want to play. Let's make it safe. He originally tweeted, Arnie, that the NFL continues to ignore major health and and safety concerns putting the 2020 season in jeopardy. He since, of course, changed the wording of that and then retweeted other players. Right. Replied to tweets from Michael Thomas and J.C. Treader, who is the head of the Players Union as well. Is there anything specific that the NFL is not doing correctly? Um, is it that they want to do testing every day and the NFL said, no, that's not going to happen I because everybody else is doing testing? What, what exactly am I missing here, Chris? I, that's what I don't understand. Okay, well, It's almost as if we planned this during the break or something yeah. because according to a source with knowledge of the situation, this is from ProFootballTalk.com, big fans right. of Clay Travis, I hear, the status <laughs> of salaries guaranteed for skill, injury, and cap have become a major concern for players who presumed that fully guaranteed means what? Fully Fully guaranteed. guaranteed. Right. The league, in its most recent proposal to the NFLPA, specified that skill, injury, and our cap guarantees do not apply to require payment for canceled games. So I guess basically what they found out is, oh, Kind of like the Seinfeld episode. So you're saying that a reservation doesn't mean you keep the car, right? (laughs) So you're telling me that guarantee doesn't mean guaranteed. And here's the other part of it, and we'll move on. For some players, the objection to this approach extends beyond the basic question of whether guarantee means guaranteed. League has also proposed that contracts toll until 20... I, it's yeah. just you, you reach this point where you're like, okay, uh, these are obviously major issues to the players. I'm not an NFL player, so I don't have millions in the bank. So I, this is a much bigger deal to the Russell Wilson and Derek Carr who have wives that are pregnant and want to make sure that they can have as many uh, healthy options as possible. But there's no force majeure clause in the NFL's labor deal. The season's not going to get canceled. They're going to come to an agreement because, as we've learned, Arnie, we don't have a ton of time. They're they're supposed to report to camp this week, but that deadline tomorrow, will spur I thought some people, Yeah, I thought some people tomorrow are going to be reporting to camp. Well, I mean, technically, yeah. uh, that's in eight minutes, right? Today, when when we <laughs> not that they're going to show up at midnight to camp or anything, but you never know. Right, right. Maybe it's a, a rookie that really wants to make the team, but I I don't know. Maybe maybe again, I'm being short sighted, but I saw this and I thought, all right, well orchestrated campaign. We read through what you want and what you need, and most of us still don't get it. Yeah. But, Arnie, bottom line here, they're, they're going to come to an agreement, and we're going to play football in some way, shape, or form this you year. You know, that would be something that would scare me that uh, if I was the players, and, you know, you, you said guarantee doesn't mean guarantee. <laughs> I may say, well, guarantee, well, excuse me, when I meant that we were going to show up and play, that didn't really mean I was going to show up and play. <laughs> it means, means we were going to we were gonna think about showing up and play, and then all of a sudden I may have to go ahead and, uh, pull, a, pull a, a power play like that if the owners want to go ahead and start that nonsense. My, my life, our lives have been filled with some pretty wild battle of semantics you know some 20 years ago we were debating what the definition of is is and now it's almost as if we don't really understand if guarantee truly means guarantee whenever we're coming to these debates right i again I, i i know we're all i mean aren't we just all exhausted with these kinds of conversations arnie I mean, I, th- I thought you and I, and we're going to kick off next hour with this, I thought we'd spend a lot of time talking about what's going on with Washington and diving in to what's next for Daniel Snyder, if Daniel Snyder has a next. 
But here we are trying to wonder again with another sport if the players and owners can come to an agreement. I thought you were going to talk about Mark Davis said, I can't deny one fan coming into my new stadium. Not one. I, I agree Not with one. Him. Listen, Mark Davis, if you don't want to sit in your seats, I'll gladly sit there and risk my life to watch the Las Vegas Raiders uh, Raiders play in that facility. But there you have it. There's what we know. We'll probably put a little bow on this conversation tonight, unless you want to dive into it. We're on Twitter at Stinking Genius One. That's Arnie S T I N K I N Genius in the number one. I'm at Plank Show, and everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. So when we come back to kick off hour number two, the best of your tweets. We're gonna head to Vegas to talk to Todd Furman and much more, including Arnie's picks around the corner on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hour two, Artie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Bobo on the wheels of Steel. Bo Benson, uh, professional Twitter troll in producing tonight for Lita Lab. Steve DeSager on updates. As we come to you live tonight from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Did I tell you Todd Furman's coming up in our next yes, segment? Yes, you did. Beautiful. Yes, you did. Looking forward to it. Love going out to Vegas every Sunday night. Um we got a lot of tweets to get to, and, I mean, we're trying to move past the NFL stuff. Uh, Bo just tweeted something on the Fox Sports Radio account that I urge everyone to listen to. It was Brady Quinn's, uh, dare I say, report from what he's heard from players and how there's really not as wide of a gap as maybe it's it, it's being played out in social media. We'll get to right. that in a bit. But I, do you, I think the, to, you think the sports? I'm, I'm sorry, but since you just mentioned that, you think the you think the sports media? And I hear Clay bring this up, and people mm-hmm. bring it up. Going, they just like even people that co- cover college football, 
don't want college football? Don't, like they want to have NFL canceled and sports canceled? I never heard of such a, a crazier thing in my life. You know? Yeah, I, I, I can't. I can't allow myself to buy into that. I think there are certain people right now that yeah. have found a niche in their reporting. I mean, I'm, I, I think Dan Walken from USA Today, whom we've had on this show and I like, but he's found a niche by basically essing all over every plan to try to bring back sport. I mean, I can't think of any other way to put it. Pat Forty's the same way from SI. It's like every plan that's out there, it's like, oh, my gosh, you can't do it. What are you thinking? And, and I, don't, I don't get that. I mean, I want everyone to be safe, Arnie. I don't think there's anyone out there that's going, if they die, they die. No one's going Drago from Rocky Four here. Right, we right. want it to be as safe as possible. So, yeah, I, it's just it's odd because – you would think, I I know this isn't a popular take, but I'm willing to bet that we could put a percentage on maybe 80 of players being safer in their college environment and their football facilities and what their teams offer them from the virus than, when, than they might be at home. I, I get it that it's still going to be a challenge to keep guys and, and minimize the amount of, of going out and things like that, but Arnie – don't you feel like they're in a safer environment you on know, a college Chris, campus or at least with their team? I hear so many people say that, but, you know, they're going to mingle with the non, the, the other students who are in quarantine, who are going out. And so what makes it any safer when you have um, 100 football players uh, who at the beginning quarantine themselves and have practice, and then when the kids come back to school uh, in a forty or 50,000, you know, student population there, you know, what's it going to make it safe? Because who knows about the other 50,000 students that you're going to be coming into contact with? It's the great challenge, Arnie. It's the great challenge. It really is. But you got better medical care. You're, I think, better taken care of. You would do have someone that's kind of on your ass, for lack of a better term, and making sure that you're following. You, you have accountability to right. everyone. So I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm way off here. Maybe I'm the one that's wrong. And that's fine. I can take it. But I just think you're in a better position to safely avoid COVID-19 and put yourself in a position to be successful well, with your team on a I campus, in a locker room. I, I don't understand why we can go through a 60-game season in baseball, have the bubble and well, go through yeah. all the playoffs in the NBA, and, I don't, I don't, and the same thing with the NHL, but we can't play once a week in college and the NFL, which is going to start a month or two later. So that's the part I haven't quite figured out. Yeah, and again, let's, let's remember, Arnie, we haven't made it through an NBA or a Major League Baseball right, or a Stanley right, right. or an NHL well, playoffs trying, yet. Yeah, yeah. I, again, I, we're, we're trying. And I think we're going to try on college football, too. I, I think the reason the Big Ten and the Pac-12 announced as quickly as they did they're going out of conference is maybe they panicked a little bit, but I think they wanted to start working on a schedule. I think they wanted to go out and see, okay, are these dates that we currently have in place going to work? Are we going to add more bye weeks in? What's it going to look like? And I think that takes time. I mean, it doesn't take 20 years like it seems to make for most <laughs> non-conference games. But I, I just – I'm, I'm with you in every step of the way. I don't think there's people actively rooting for this season not to happen. I really don't think everything comes back to politics. I mean, if you're honestly sitting – I don't think anyone listening to this show is, is saying to themselves, man – Hope they don't play football this year because if you are, what are you doing? Well, I mean, I, I do know people that think that if, if we had the NFL on Sundays and then we had college football in the spring, it'd be the best of both worlds for everybody. I know people could be for that. I don't know. Could if, be. I, I don't think that's, I used to think that was realistic. I don't think that's realistic anymore. I have a hot take for you. 
Yeah. I think if college football ends up not being played in the fall, I don't think it's going to get played at all. Yeah. And and I just – it's funny to me because everyone says, oh, we can delay till the spring. Bro, that's when the thing blew up. I mean, do we just have short-term memories that we forget (laughs) that everything started to really go downhill in February and March as far as the coronavirus is concerned? And I'm sorry. I know I see all these different reports about a vaccine, but, you know, I – I'm not going to be racing out to get any vaccine right now. And who knows what side effects it might have. And I want to see sports more than anyone. So I just, I think it's fall or nothing. And I believe that it can be done in the spring. I want to, if if they can't play in the fall and college administrators are concerned and athletic directors and presidents, and let's give it a shot. But Arnie, I think we've got a much better shot finishing the season in the fall than we do in the spring. Oh, man, I really I, do. Well, I, I got to worry about college basketball at that point. My goodness, we live oh, yeah. on college basketball up here. I I need a March Madness. I can't have no, I can't have two years of no March Madness. Don't do that to me. You know. W- would then would college basketball actually be the first college sport to start before college football, oh, or w- then w- would everything be pushed back into twenty twenty one? I don't know, but I I am of of the firm belief. That college football teams have a plan. I appreciate the NCAA putting out its release this week, but my God, where have you people been? What yeah. what have you been doing, Mark Emrit? I mean, I know that everything got shut down, but you just chilling on a beach or something, bro? There's a pandemic going on. Would be nice to have some leadership and kind of help things out. I understand you're fairly powerless, but oh, when it comes to an eligibility issue or trying to to strike down a request for another year, I mean, you're right there to shut it down. Where the hell are you during a pandemic? So I, that's where my frustration lies. Is there isn't a lot of leadership outside of the conferences there needs to be something uniform across the board arnie we'll see if we can get there i'm starting to think that more nfl players now are going to come i just see now the story about the marcus lawrence who's unsure about reporting the training camp his wife is due uh with a baby in october so he's unsure if he wants to go ahead and play and he's saying i'll just kind of take it one day at a time and try to figure this thing out you know yeah that's i think that's where we all are i i really do i i think that's where we are and you know what to kind of segue to what it might look like. Andrew Marchand is reporting tonight that as we prepare for the return of baseball in the NBA, this is more specific to baseball. Andrew Marchand uh, covers all kinds of media issues for the New York Post. He says that Fox has played around with putting virtual fans in the seats, Arnie. So you were a little bit concerned about the lack of a crowd. Right. But virtual fans in that he's been told it looks very realistic. So I don't I don't know if that – we watched Back to the Future uh, 1, 2, and 3 this yeah. weekend with the daughters. Wow. And, you know, everyone thought Back to the Future 3, it looks so realistic with the train in the end. And now that you look back 20 years later, you're like, oof, that's really not a good look. I mean, is it going to be like that? Or, or can we just – I know you didn't like the lack of fans. I It bothered me too. But aren't we at a point where you just say, hey, there's no fans there. All right, the cardboard cutouts are one thing, but we're going to get to the point where fans are there. We get it. No fans are there. We don't have to act like they are. By the way, wasn't that my idea, the virtual fans? I came up with that about two months ago. Maybe. You've had a lot of ideas on this show, Arnie. I'm, I'm just wondering if our bosses stole that from me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just well, I, I should have patented that when I had a chance. You know? I like I like the way you're thinking though. Yeah, is to basically come out and say, "Hey, 
Virtual fans, that was my idea. That was my idea. Remember when I said you could go ahead and talk into your phone and say what you want and boo or whatever, and if you pay $50, I'll give you a good seat, but if you pay like $2, I'll put you up in the, the last row or something like that. Remember I had all those all mm-hmm. those great ideas? No, I guess you didn't remember that. No, I, uh, yeah. I, I've heard many ideas on this yeah. show. I mean, there's also a guy. Yeah. You, you also wanted to give Ryan Fitzpatrick a lifetime contract after <laughs> two weeks with the Buccaneers, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see how it plays out, but there's uh, ideas being thrown around everywhere. All right, before we get to Todd Furman, a couple of tweets. Best way to stay in touch with his show, at Stinking Genius One. I'm at Plank Show. Everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. Paul writes, screw the Blue Jays. The stadium in Buffalo is a great part, and the players are whining because the locker room might be too small. Yeah, that's what they say. I hope Buffalo just gives up on minor league baseball and turns that stadium into con- uh, condos. That stadium was built to get a major league baseball team in the 90s. Instead, yeah. baseball went with Miami and Tampa, two cities that can barely get 5K to show up for a game every night. Wow. When I used to go to Buffalo all the time, uh, you know, you get on right there where the stadium is if you want to head back into town or you want to head to Canada. So you, you go by it all the time. You know, it's it's, it's part of Buffalo. I, I, I love it. But um, as for playing a Major League Baseball game, hey, desperate times take desperate measures. I don't know if they're going to get anything better. but And I know you can't have fans, but it's right there for them. It's there, you know, right there at the border. Why not go ahead and take advantage of it just in case you can have fans later on? Jim writes, I kind of like not having fans. You can hear the crack of the bat and the sound of the ball rattling around in the bleachers after a home run. Nah. Uh, yeah. I, I, do, I do like the videos where you can hear the crack of the bat. I mean, obviously, you can't watch every single game, but I, I miss the fans. I, I really do. I think it's going to be tough. Ralphie Boy writes, curious to know your guys' thoughts on the 20,000-plus fans at the Bristol race for the All-Star this week. Also, Texas today, just to kind of insert something, had fans in the NASCAR race. Do you guys see the NFL pulling this off or using this as a blueprint for their season? What do you think, Arnie? I, th- I thought the NFL has already decided, like the Ravens or some of the teams said, what, 17,000 or 20,000. I've heard a couple of those. So they've decided to at least start off with that amount, unless it's Mark Davis. He'd have that place packed. But I-, I think that's the beginning. I think we'll get more and more fans as we go along if things are obviously better with the virus. Yeah, I just I, I think we're looking at a situation right now where it's – and I know I, I say this a lot. We almost sound like a broken record, but it's a process, right? I mean, in time, we'll get to there. But for now, all right, let's, let's get the season started. Let's get 10 games into the season. And then 10 games into the season, let's see where we are from that Let's point. get one game in and decide after <laughs> that, huh? Get one game in. <laughs> one Jeez. game, get the fans back there. And then Bill yeah. writes, prediction – Indians-Dodgers World Series this year, Arnie? Wow. I like my Dodgers, that's for sure. You do realize the moment you said my Lakers, Avery Bradley didn't report, Rajon Rondo got hurt. I mean, you can kind of – this is the greatest magnification of the stinking genius kiss of death. Yeah. I mean – There's no doubt I I put the – the kibosh on them, but that's not that won't happen to my Dodgers. It'll be great to see Dodgers Yankees um, in the World Series. That's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait for Arnie's predictions on that. And then one more quick one here from Antelope who writes Toronto. How about Omaha and the College World Series Park, or is a Midwest location a problem? Now I will say, when we talk to John Paul Morosi, what did JP say? Everything's on the table right now, right? So. 
I, I think they want to keep it in the Northeast for now. Yeah, that's too far. Come on, do we really need to go to Omaha, Nebraska? To go ahead and get a, a get a baseball stadium, there's got to be something better. What's wrong with Omaha, Nebraska, Arnie? You're I think sticking that, up for Nebraska. That's a first. Well, I just I, the College World Series got shut down this year. I mean, it's a beautiful. You park. guys threw a party the day you didn't have to play him every year anymore. That was the best day of your lives. What when we didn't have to play Creighton this year? Nebraska. What Oh, yeah, it's and a big football. party. It's a big party you not to have to play Nebraska yeah, this year. You were always afraid of them. Have you watched college football in the last 15 years? I just wanted to get you going. I just wanted to no, get you don't there. get me going when you have bad information. <laughs> Omaha would be a great spot if they can't find a place to play in the Northeast. And you know what? I'm willing to bet the numbers aren't that high there. I, You know the concern would be the weather. No, I, I would imagine oh, it's, yeah. it's probably not the greatest right now. But uh, not a bad job, Antelope. Arnie asked all over it, but I, I think it's a good opportunity. <laughs> all right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, hey, why not Vegas for the Blue Jays? We'll talk to ah. Todd Furman to get his perspective on the start of the NBA and Major League Baseball next on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Ah, it's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Brought to you tonight, uh, brought to you tonight in part by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. Works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist recommended odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, back aches, strains, sprains, and even arthritis. There is no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. Works fast and you won't stink. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. We're trying to connect up with Todd Furman here in Mere Moments, live from Vegas. 
How are you feeling about things finishing uninterrupted right now, Arnie? You feeling positive about it? Well, not all the sports. I feel good about the NBA. I've kind of done an about face on that. They're in the bubble. They got the quarantine. Um, I think we'll go ahead and get through that. A little worried about baseball. 60-game schedule. They do the traveling, even though it's short travel. So I'm worried about that. At NHL, I for some reason, I've put on the back burner. Um, they're going to have the two hub cities, but I don't know if that's any better of an idea than you know what the other uh, sports are doing. But for some reason, I think they'll get that through because they're not in the United States. You know, it's it's wild how we we've ridden this, and I I use the term a lot, a, a roller coaster over the last you know three months, right? And there was a point a few weeks ago, well, a month ago, where we thought, hey, the NHL might beat everyone back because yeah. remember they were the first one that came out with their plan for what they were going to do with the teams, and then we realized, oh. Their plan is only for how many teams are going to play. And then we didn't hear from him for for weeks, nothing at all. And by that point, baseball finally figured out its mess. The NBA got the bubble figured out. And I got to tell you something. I'm glad you've done a 180 on the bubble because I think the Orlando bubble looks pretty damn awesome, to be honest with you. I'm ready to go. If they need me, Fox Sports Radio, to get down yeah. there, and so, it looks awesome. They're playing golf all the time. They're fishing. They're slamming <laughs> beers. They're building them a barber shop. I saw that. I was just about oh. to say they're building them a barber shop. How funny is that? I mean, how much better does it get? Todd Furman joins us from Vegas. You watch him on FS1's Lock It In. We're just laying out, Todd, of all the things that we had debated about and fought about, my gosh, the bubble in Orlando looks pretty awesome right now, doesn't it? You know, the boys are going to have a chance to kind of harken back to their youth. It's like going away to basketball camp. It's like being part of an AAU team. There are going to be definite benefits, but I'm sure there'll be players that'll get a little homesick that'll miss their families. Uh, But for some of the younger guys there that just have to focus on playing basketball, if they're able to maintain a safe workspace, uh, I think it'll be a unique experience for all parties involved. Oh, yeah, they're going to miss their families, but somehow I I got the feeling if the bubble was in Vegas and you could gamble, um, then it wouldn't have been missing them so much. You know what I mean? You know, Arnie, the casinos would have loved that. They would have had a captive audience that couldn't have gone anywhere. The only kind of diverse opportunities they'd have for recreation would be going from video poker to dice to blackjack. (laughs) You could kind of run the full circle as long as you were contained just inside the property. Scott, uh, Todd Furman joins us. What have we learned, Todd, from the early exhibition games in baseball? Just first and foremost, as a fan, as someone who watches it, what have you noticed from fans not being there? Has it affected you from a viewing perspective? I've only watched a few of the games, watched more of the Cubs and White Sox tonight. It's just a little bit unusual. I think for all of us that have grown accustomed to watching games in some of the cathedrals that are Major League Baseball parks across the country, not seeing fans there is going to take some adjustment. Now, when you watch a Marlins game, that's not going to be in stark contrast to what you would have seen in 2016, because we know they don't get fans. The one thing that I think has been interesting, and of course it doesn't apply to everyone, is that you have seen starting pitchers go four to five innings. I was a little bit more concerned that they would take a cautious approach but these guys may be a little bit more stretched out than we're giving them credit for i think it'll be a lot of their discipline and what they were able to do from when spring training was shut down in the middle of march until the season will resume this coming week todd bet the overs my friend the hitters are going to be ahead of the pitchers you can see that already start betting the over my friend you're not worried about the hitters not having faced live pitching at all, Arnie. And you do realize that starting pitchers typically don't throw a lot of breaking balls when they're loosening up their arms in these exhibition games, my friend. Wow. Look at him <laughs> fighting out my theory there. Oh, my goodness. 
<laughs> I like it. I like whenever Todd Furman takes one of your gambling ideas and just poof, squashes it right there. I mean, I, I don't know what we're really going to learn as far as uh, taking overs, taking unders, but I will say this, Todd. I'm fascinated to see how managers approach this, what the personnel looks like, how they mess with their DH, um, how pitching is used. I mean, this is going to be a whole new world for everyone involved with baseball. So in that how challenging is it for the, the gambling perspective and setting odds and trying to come up with different wagering options? Well, what's crazy about this baseball season, unlike any in the past, is you've seen a couple of sports books uh, begin to experiment with how they're going to handle wagering on baseball. And not to get too technical, typically baseball is the one sport as it pertains to starting pitching where you can do what's called listing starting pitchers. So, for example, you want to bet the Nationals, Max Scherzer's on the mound. If Scherzer doesn't throw a pitch and you have him listed, that bet automatically becomes a refund. Well, now a couple of sports books in Las Vegas have said, hey, you know what? We're going to treat baseball the same way we treat the NFL or any other sport, that it's buyer beware, that if a starting pitcher is out, then you're guaranteed whatever number that you bet into at that particular price. So there'll be some games that'll work in your favor, but there'll be some opportunities where you may go under a total at seven and a half, two aces don't go out there to toe the bump, and all of a sudden you're rooting for some of the guys, you know, 22 to 25 on the roster to put together goose eggs on the scoreboard. Yeah, but Todd, why did they do that? It used to be where you could bet the pitchers or you could just say action, right? Isn't that... No, I'm serious. Exactly, Arnie. You're exactly right, and that's why some of the books have gone to an all-action model. Now, I'm not sure if that's going to be just experimental for this season or we're going to see that typically become the norm. I had a chance to speak to a couple odds makers. They said, hey, look, we understand there are going to be some professional bettors that are able to get one over on us and take advantage. But ultimately, uh-huh. if it's the same guys that are doing that and beating the market, getting information before it's made public, we can move our numbers based on that information uh, and try and capitalize on some of the other players uh-huh. That may think that they're getting a little bit of an edge when a number moves 20 to 30 cents. Todd, wait a minute, Todd. I was going to say you could crush them. I take that back. We could crush them, Todd. Todd, we could crush. When we find out a pitcher who's like minus 300 isn't going, or we take the other side at plus 260, oh my goodness, Todd, we can get rich real fast. We have yet to tap into your sources, Arnie. I mean, I know you guys had J.P. Morosi on earlier, but yes. I can't see him leaking information to you, Arnie, because there's a lot of things that I can say nice about you in terms of your on-air <laughs> talent and whatnot. Loose lip may be something I have to add to that equation as well, that you'd be blabbing all your friends as soon as you oh. got that intel, trying oh. to tell them to get down as much as they possibly could. Yeah, you're right about that. That's Todd, what's the buzz <laughs> around the Raiders? Right? I mean, again, I know the NFL is going to set some guidelines, but has there been conversations? like we've heard out of Baltimore, Kansas City with limiting capacity. I know Mark Davis wants it to be all or nothing right now, but what's the buzz around the locals? Mark Davis has said that, and I took it as to kind of uh, probably the right move, knowing that you have a fan base here and you have a lot of people that spend a ton of money, not just on season tickets, but those PSLs, especially folks that would be in those first eight rows that could be tarped up if the NFL ultimately executes that typical policy. So rather than dealing with the headaches and trying to figure out, hey, these 10,000 fans can come to the first ever game played at Allegiant Stadium against the Saints, and these 10,000 fans can't come till later in the season when we play the Chargers. I think Mark Davis is doing things the right way. He wants to treat the unveiling of this stadium as a real event, get all the season ticket holders in here. We'll see if his tune changes as we get closer to kickoff, but he's remained pretty steadfast and talking to folks that have spent a good amount of money on those PSLs and wanted to be part of the Raiders inaugural season. They seem to be okay with that, knowing that it wasn't going to sit too well with them, that they were going to have to pick games, or maybe on a worst case scenario, have the organization dictate what games they were going to be able to go to based on 
on where they purchased. You know, Todd, when it, when it comes to football, if there's not going to be fans or very limited fans, wouldn't that be easier on the gamblers to just say, okay, fans won't go ahead and help influence the game, help one team beat the other, so the better team is going to win most of the time? Isn't it going to be that easy or what? I don't think it'll be that easy, but there's no doubt it neutralizes uh, some of that home field advantage that we've seen in the past. But you do have to factor in a couple other elements as well. Climate will still play a role, and even if there aren't fans down there in Miami, we've seen teams struggle down there, especially when they come from colder weather climates in late November, early December. The same thing in Jacksonville. If the Jaguars put a product on there that actually looks like an NFL football team, <laughs> which you might not know given the fact that they're over under at Fox Bet is four and a half for this season. So it's going to be a cat and mouse game from both odds makers at adjusting on the fly and betters trying to figure out what home field advantage is actually worth without fans in the building. There's, you know, let's see if they decide they want to pipe in artificial crowd noise, what that level of communication is like for the offense and defense specifically on visiting teams. I think it's going to be a fascinating case study uh, and some handicapping elements that most of us that have grown up in this business have never had to incorporate into our equations. So final thought for me, and this might be the stupidest question ever, but have you had to pause on over-unders with college football win totals with the unknown as to what the schedule's even going to look like? Well, Chris, I had a professor in college that told me there's no such thing as stupid questions, only stupid people. But uh, I'll leave that pretty open-ended. Fair enough, I'll take it. You can I'll choose to read into that however you want, but <laughs> no, that's not a stupid question by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, over-unders are officially off the board for the majority of college football teams. Nobody knows exactly what these schedules will look like, especially for the leagues that have said they're going to go conference only. What has been interesting is you've seen some odds get adjusted down as far as national championship is considered, because when you look mm. at teams like an Oregon or USC that were going to have daunting non-conference games, all of a sudden, if you're playing just within the Pac-12, the likelihood that you get an undefeated team to emerge and ultimately make it into the college football playoff, should we have a playoff in its current iteration, is something that we probably wouldn't have thought about if SC was a 17-point underdog to Alabama or Oregon was more than a touchdown underdog to Ohio State. So there'll be a lot of moving pieces there, uh, but you're not going to see professional bettors really run to bet college football win totals anytime soon. And to be quite honest, NFL win total volume has declined substantially amid all the uncertainty. You're the man, Todd. Always appreciate your time, perspective, and insight. Can't wait to talk next week when we have games to recap. Woo. Always a pleasure, guys. Can't wait till we can talk about some NBA, some NHL, and Major League Baseball. Yes. It's been far too long yes. since we've had uh, things to talk about, especially on American soil. Can't Amen wait, man. To Todd Furman every single, well, just about every single Sunday night here on Fox yeah. Sports Radio. And you can watch him on Lock It In. We have games. We have games I'm surprised they haven't invited me on that TV show now. Yeah. Uh, keep trying, Arnie. I'm keep sure trying. soon. I'm sure I'm soon. sure it's happening. Yeah, Steve sure. Sager comes strolling into the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios with all the latest that's going on in the world of sports, which, by the way, Steve brought to you in part by Geico. Let's go to Sager. We got games, Let's go right? With the Sager. We got games. Four MLB Wake exhibitions up. tonight. And by the way, you talked about, speaking of Wake Up, you talked about the new Raiders stadium. Didn't mention the new Rams stadium. We don't know if they'll yeah. be the first Sunday night NFL game, Cowboys-Rams, right, in September. Ooh, if that's going to have any fans there. Also, they've got a few other things on the schedule. You know, they were supposed to open with concerts this summer, and, of course, that's been blown off the schedule. There's a new college football bowl game that's going to be in the new Rams place. 
the L.A. Bowl. I don't know how long they thought of the name, but it's going to be the uh, Mountain West champion against the Pac-12 in December. That's the schedule. WrestleMania the next spring, and then the Super Bowl the next year, and then the college football national title the next year. They have plans, and little by little, that's yet another schedule that's had to be adjusted. Well, at Dodger Stadium tonight, no, no fans, just cardboard cutouts. Cody Bellinger hit a first inning Grand Slam, L.A. over Arizona 9-2. Mookie Betts in a Dodger uniform for a couple of months. Two hits and two runs scored in this game tonight. White Sox. Are you also going to jinx him and his season? I was out here in Boston. I didn't jinx him out here, did I? I never heard you say Mookie. What you I, just that's said. That's the first time ever. I've ever heard him wow. say that. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Just sitting Not here, I'm like, and all of a sudden, you're a Mookie guy. You change wow. every single week. I like Mookie ever since he played for the Mets. Yeah, wait until after. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Different Mookie. I mean, wait till after no. the MVP. And then, anyway, White Sox at Wrigley Field tonight. Six runs in the top of the fifth. They beat the Cubs 7 3. The Yankees, Aaron Judge, two home runs, including a first inning solo homer, a sixth inning two run shot. Uh, Yankees over the Mets, 6-0. Baltimore hit three solo homers and one at Philadelphia, 4-1. Red Sox pitcher Colin McHugh will not play this year. He's had a bad elbow. He was on a one-year contract. The Yankees will open the MLB season at Washington Thursday nights and then late Thursday, San Francisco at the Dodgers. Everyone else opens Friday. John Rahm won the Memorial by five strokes. He overtakes Rory McIlroy for the number one world ranking. The only other Spaniard to ever be number one was Seve Ballesteros in the 1980s. McIlroy today shot 78, tied for 32nd place. Tiger Woods shot 76, finished in a tie for 40th place. The Memorial recently canceled its plans to allow limited fan attendance. No fans at PGA events until September at the earliest. The first major on this revised schedule is the PGA Championship, which will start August 6th in San Francisco. I don't know if that's the next time we're going to see Tiger. Maybe the tune-up right before that. He didn't say today. The first major there and then the U.S. Open Golf Tournament in New York mid-September. The Masters, not spring, Masters would be at mid-November this year. NASCAR win at Texas with some fans there. Austin Dillon, the winner. Lewis Hamilton took Formula One's Hungarian Grand Prix, and they're winding up the MLS doubleheader final seconds on FS1. Seattle leads 3-0 over Vancouver. San Jose already a victor 2-0 over Chicago. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Did you notice there was a little Mookie Betts news tonight depending on what you consider news arnie two for two um well you're not just on the field okay but he had been i guess caught on social media liking many of the boston red sox posts on the instagram oh, and on the twitter you can't do that no no, no um, you can't do that. now my man uh big fan of jared carabas who is with barstool noted that the current Dodger outfielder has been fairly active on social media and seems to like a lot of Boston Red Sox posts. Well, that's now, because he's going to come back and play for the Red Sox after this year. Right. Uh, I, it, is it okay to say that maybe he just sees some of his boys that are doing well and might like the post as opposed to, no, no. hey, he's out there liking that so he can go back to Boston? Is it is it uh, is that what you say when your wife likes her ex boyfriend's post? Do you say maybe she just likes the post? Then who knows? Maybe maybe she just likes the post, right, Chris? Well, I mean, 
Mookie has friends that plays for the Red Sox. This isn't a one-on-one situation. This no, isn't no, no. about when you go to the Dodgers. Husband. No, no, excuse me. I don't know if you know this. When you go to the Dodgers, when you go to another team, you really don't have friends on that old team. The, the friendships are gone. Oh, so and, you're telling me that he has no friends on Boston now? Well, why the well, hell would he want to go friend, back there? You can have friends, but you got to keep it quiet. You can't hit the like button and all that. You gotta, you gotta stay true to your new teammates. Come on, what I gotta teach a new teammate etiquette? What's wrong with you? You don't even know what Instagram is, so don't try to teach me about etiquette, Arnie. <laughs> I I think it's kind of funny to me now. They, you know what this is? When did Boston fan become so needy? Stop wow. it. Needy, needy. Oh. oh, he liked a former player's post or a former you, teammate's post. Oh, you he needs talk to about, come back. You want to talk about needy? One of our topics locally was, are Red Sox fans upset? Because Robert Kraft may want to buy the Mets. <laughs> what? Yeah, because you know that, oh that's a bo- he's a Boston guy. You don't want to buy a New York team when you're a Boston guy. You know what I mean? And now, now we're, if he was going to buy the Yankees, I can understand. But uh, we're going to get we're going to get to this point now where we're we're going to chase everyone away from social media. Oh, he liked Red Sox players post. I'm not going to read too much into it. Yeah, don't. I will say this though: in watching the Dodgers tonight. Seemed like a team that was having a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And, watch, and watching the Yankees and the Mets, it seemed like these guys, for all of the, the drama that was when and where and the back and forth with Tony Clark and Rob Manfred and then Manfred sticking his foot in his mouth and saying we were never going to offer more than 60 games. Ugh. Arnie, it seems like they're, they're embracing it and kind of enjoying it. I thought what John Paul Morosi said earlier was dead on. Yeah, I don't know why I was expecting, I don't know, it to be rigid. I don't know if that's the correct word. That's a great or, term. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure exactly why I thought it was going to be like that or a little bit stiff, but they've come out. The hitting's been good. There's been some good pitching performances. Um, it's like we're right in the middle of spring training, ready to get started for the regular season in about a week. It's every so often, though, what, what were they putting up? Summer camp during the, yeah, the Yankees yeah, game yeah, last yeah. night. And then every so often I have to look at the calendar back. Oh, my gosh, we're, we're in August. I, okay, this isn't spring training. This is yeah. summer. When, when and we're going to start summer, a season late. When they put summer camp, I'm expecting <laughs> little Jimmy to come up and get a chance for the, to bat. And I'm waiting for the kickball game to come on, too. So, I, I mean, uh, what's with the summer camp? You know? Steve DeSager is coming up next. And, oh, do we have a baseball story that might be fairly juicy? Could there be a Major League Baseball team that's canceling all of its exhibition Uh-oh. games? We'll dive Uh-oh. into it next with Artie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Arnie and Plank, Fox Sports Radio. We'll kick off next hour with a topic that's taking over the NFL that we haven't even touched on on this program yet. Wow. That's in 15 minutes. But first, ladies and gentlemen, maybe one of the greatest teases ever. Steve DeSager rolls wow. it. I don't mean it. That didn't sound right. One of the greater teases <laughs> leading into a segment ever. Sorry, Steve. From Steve DeSager, what, what, what are we worried about? A baseball team already shutting down its exhibition season? This is not virus related. Oh, okay. I thought every major league team had three exhibitions scheduled for this week. Turns yeah. out the Houston Astros only have two scheduled. They're due to play tomorrow night at Kansas City and then a day game Tuesday at Kansas City. Yeah, you're City. supposed to have two. Red Sox have two, I thought, too. Dodgers have three, etc. Wow. However, these are just exhibitions, but kind of important because you literally haven't played another team since before mid-March, and you're going to get the short season for real starting Friday for most clubs, and you can't afford even a five-game losing streak in this short season, as you know. Well, there's a chance of rain for the Astros on the road in Kansas City, and they say they'll decide tomorrow morning if they're even going at all. In Kansas City, the forecast, although it'll be about 80 degrees this week, the forecast is for 40% chance of scattered thunderstorms for tomorrow night's scheduled games, and for the day game the next day, 45% chance of scattered thunderstorms at the moment. So yes, with the new manager Dusty Baker speaking, he says if we don't go, we just stay in our home stadium maybe and work out against each other again Monday hmm. and Tuesday, not travel to Kansas City at all and then start the season Friday without actually having faced another team at all in summer camp. They don't have Garrett Cole, of course, in the rotation with Houston anymore. So this is their rotation. They're starting at home, Houston is, Friday night with a four-game series against Seattle. And then guess who visits after that? The Dodgers. Ooh. But, of course, no Dodger fans can sneak in and That's right. yell at the Astros <laughs> next week. But Gosh, it, you're getting every break. First, they didn't play the Dodgers. Talk about timing. You're right. Gosh. Justin Verlander for the opener Friday night, then Lance McCullers Jr. after that, then Zach Granke, and then a guy who was a hard-throwing reliever last year, Josh James, will be the fourth starter for Houston. And they don't have a closer at the moment. Houston's Roberto Osuna. Hasn't thrown off a mound still in camp after he reported late, and the team is not sure if he'll be ready for the opener. Update on the cable sports TV ratings. We have mentioned that ESPN, for example, which usually has so many live sports properties, has had precious few, like, most channels, but they've really gone in the tank with the ratings the last four months. So they every summer they have the basketball tournament, you know. So they had the championship game of that on Tuesday night. Something to show. 
they've gotten forget a million for most of their programs they haven't even sniffed that for four months unless it's the nfl draft or the jordan documentary or something but exactly the basketball tournament final 258,000 viewers on Tuesday night. That's a good game. That same evening, the show American Pickers got 485,000 viewers. I like that show. At midnight on History Channel. So yeah, I like that show. <laughs> things have not been going well. The golf <laughs> final round uh, last Sunday got 2.5 million viewers, and that was tape-delayed coverage because of bad weather for CBS, so a good number. And the NASCAR got 2.6 million viewers last Sunday from Kentucky for FS1. The Fox channels are done with NASCAR. They only do the first half of the season. We did have golf today, by the way, at the same course in Muirfield, back-to-back weeks. First time since 1957, we had the same course holding PGA Tour events in consecutive weeks. And Muirfield Village was going to be undergoing some construction. They're going to be replacing greens. And so what they did, and you could see it in the high scores today, it wasn't just because of the weather. The rough on the course was not cut all week, and the greens were just allowed to go to the edge because they're being replaced. In fact, AP said as the leaders of today's final round were on the back nine, the crews were already starting to strip the entire fifth green because everybody had already passed the fifth hole. (laughs) Muirfield Village, uh, they said, played its toughest in its history, which is over 40 years with Jack Nicklaus's place. Only five players were under par today. Out of the whole field. The fewest in a final round at that tournament since it started in 1976. In fact, the winner, John Rahm, who's now number one ranked in the world, he shot 75 in the final round. The highest finish by a winner since the inaugural year of the tournament in 1976. By the way, the old number one in golf was Rory McIlroy. He shot 78, tied for 32nd place. Tiger Woods shot 76, tied for 40th place. Scores were higher today, thanks in part to windy conditions and a rain delay despite 90-degree temperatures. Temperatures for NASCAR were 96 degrees and over 130 in the cars at Texas. The race was originally scheduled for back in late March. Instead, they hold it in summer in Texas. And they did have some fans in attendance, bless their hearts. 25,000 people had already bought tickets long ago, an estimated 20,000 fans today. Seating was spread out for proper distancing. Masks were mandatory coming in. All purchases, concessions, and merchandise were cashless transactions we mentioned before. Uh. That seems to be very much the wave of the future for various sports. Early August race in New Hampshire, for example, they're due to allow some fans to attend. A sign spread out seating, no cash transactions. The next NASCAR race Thursday night at Kansas, no cup race next Sunday. An NFL update, the players did tweet out those concerns about the health protocols today. And yes... The league said, and they have the right to set the dates, they will start training camps on time, with most rookies reporting on Tuesday already, and then quarterbacks and injured players reporting on Thursday. Vets due to report July 28th, but the players' union and the league are still discussing all these health protocols. Chiefs and Texans rookies, by the way, are due to report tomorrow. Yeah, you see, I knew somebody was reporting tomorrow. The reason is those two teams have the NFL's opening game, so they'll be in slightly early. Their opener scheduled for September 10th. What the players want is daily virus testing. They haven't gotten a yes on that yet. They also want all of this year's preseason games canceled. And the logic of that is 
of course, hard to disagree oh, with. Cancel them already. They want an acclimation period at the start of camp. Since they haven't had the OTAs, they saying, wait a minute, NFL, you've hired these medical peoples for their advice. The advice is you better have a slow ramp up on your start to camp. And by the way, I repeat, the players want no preseason games anyway, and you can't have joint practices with other teams Fans aren't going to be allowed at camps this year. Teams can't travel out for their training camp. It's just they haven't decided on, I say health protocols, but that also means the actual schedule of camp. How are we going to do this leading up to September 10th? Very unknown right now. Thanks to Sager. We appreciate it. And, by the way, we should add, he hit it on the head. They don't want any preseason slash exhibition games. They want none of them. And right now it looks like the NFL owners are trying to say, hey, give us at least two. Players are saying no. All right, there's another big story from the NFL beyond just the Washington story that we haven't touched about on yet. We'll talk about it next on Fox. It is our final hour. Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Big Ben coming up next, though. I do feel like stinking genius as we the come Mauer to you live militia. from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Well, I was going to say, I feel like it's the official start to the work week. I, I feel like too. we roll past midnight central time in God's Damn time no. zone. Get you ready for Big Ben. Let's go. We got buyer's <laughs> sell. We got Arnie's picks. And we, I, I know you are. You are definitely in a, I don't even know if it's love, hate anymore with the militia it's like hate hate oh yeah with the Maller militia we get ever since i think it was six years ago i filled in for ben and i've not filled in since um (laughs) because of the Maller militia if they were so great you think they would have gotten ben promoted by now but they haven't so (laughs) so you're blaming them yes bold strategy cotton (laughs) i want to get into a story that i thought um dominated the headlines for about four hours and then Everything went down in Washington. Yeah. But before we get there, let's let's quickly recap the week that was in Washington because it was right here on Sunday night, last right. Sunday night, where we started to hear the rumblings that something wasn't right, Arnie. Something just wasn't right coming out of D.C. And you and I both kind of questioned well, how bad could it be. And then the story came out that the Washington Post did this week. And let's just say it did not paint a flattering picture of the Washington Redskins. And I guess I should just say the Washington NFL team now and kind of the way that their front office uh, tends to handle themselves. What was what was kind of your reaction and, and what you were able to gather from that and the report well, from the Washington Post. Well, first of all, a lot of people were saying, do you think Dan Snyder purposely changed the name before the story came out to kind of deflect some of the um, the story? I don't think so. I, I, I think that was, uh, you know, has nothing to do with the story that came on out. Um, two, obviously very disappointing when you see something like that, and, and it has to be corrected and corrected right away. But I think we're missing the overall big point here. The Ooh. people that are, um, and of course you're innocent until proven guilty, but the ones that created this type of environment uh, they've all got to be fired if they haven't been fired already i know a few people have left the team but we've got to make sure that nobody is left around that caused this tribe this type of atmosphere and three let's not forget that dan snyder was not involved with this anyway directly or indirectly um so you know i was thinking to myself wow as soon as this came out no way he's going to be able to survive this and, and not sell the team um, it doesn't sound like he's selling the team. He's going to keep it, nor should he probably have to sell the team um, because he wasn't involved with this. You know, it, it's it's unfortunate that sometimes when a report gets built, 
like that show was built up that you uh, <laughs> you end up getting almost disappointment whenever people realize that Dan Snyder wasn't involved, nor was right. Bruce Allen. I'm like, well, what do you mean? I mean, it, this is a horrible story about the right. way that they treated their female employees, but I guess that's just the world we live in. So I'm with you. I don't think this is going to end up with Dan Snyder having to sell the team, but I bring up this story. Yeah. Because three or four weeks ago, when you and I were uh, three or four weeks ago, exactly is what it was, July 4th, you and I worked together. And suddenly we heard from uh, kind of our insider, Pete in Oakland, and he kept giving us these updates and the updates he gave us happened. He's like, are you kidding me? This dude might be dialed in. So he tweeted us moments ago and said, guys, since my July 4th take that Fred Smith and the minority D.C. Red Wolves owners will buy out Dan Snyder. It's update time. Are you ready? It's update okay. time from Pete in Oakland. Here he goes. My so-called source has went dark. <laughs> so I doubled down. I think Snyder will sell the team and go to where he began, wallboard advertising. Do you, you don't think there's any chance that Dan Snyder says, bleep this, enough of this, I'm tired of it, I'm just moving on to do something else, do you? Um, look, there's always a chance. I'm gonna, I don't think with him there isn't. Well, someone like me, and I would have sold out a long time ago, taken my billions of dollars, bought an island, and I'm good to go for the rest of my life. Uh, build me a nice home, and I don't want to hear from anybody. Make sure you got direct TV, and I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm happy, uh, as could be. But he doesn't think that way, and that's not the way these billionaires think. And I don't think he wants to sell the team, nor should he be forced to sell the team. I think he's going to be around for a while, and he wants to be around when they come up with the new nickname and they change around this franchise. He doesn't want to leave it in this type of situation. You surprised by how much it appears that Ron Rivera is involved in this? I'm extremely surprised Me because too. one, I mean, what he's involved with the name change, so I didn't know he had a marketing degree um, to find out what the best uh, name change should be and how much it should bring in. I didn't know he had done any study. Usually, I think that's a focus group out there. And plus, he's also going to be involved in the what the the diversity and. Um, you know, make sure that everything's good in the workplace for women. Is that what it does also? Oh, absolutely. Well, they're going to need he, to. Is he is he going to coach the team at any point? I'm just kind of curious. Is wow. He? I, was I trying don't know. To he's Google got a lot on his plate. I didn't know he's got a lot on his plate. Well, and, and I also wonder, the, the more you kind of dig into this, and I heard earlier today the guy's talking about it here on Fox Sports Radio. I wonder, and I don't think it did, but some have started to theorize that maybe old Riverboat Ron came on board with the idea that, hey, this name is going to change right. and I'm going to be involved. That's part of the reason why they brought him on board instead of maybe, you know, pushing harder because they hired Ron Rivera rather quickly, Arnie, from the point that and I know I know they moved on from Jay Gruden midseason, but they they kind of went ahead and, and, and gave Rivera the job rather quickly. So. You can't help but wonder, is this a situation where maybe he's biting off a little bit too much within the organization beyond just, as you so sarcastically put it, coaching the team? Could I mean, seriously, though, could it be too much? It's got to be too much. I mean, how can it not be too much? I, first of all, I don't believe he's really involved with the name change. There's a focus group. There's a whole a bunch of people, lawyers and everything, that look into uh, patents and names and, and trademarks and all that stuff out there. So he, he's not doing that. That's with the attorneys and these focus groups and, and all these uh, you know uh, muckety-mucks that are doing something like that. He's not going to be involved with that. So with everyone focusing on that story, understandably so, 
Arnie, our amount of time that we could spend wondering what the quarterback position is going to look like for years to come with the Dallas Cowboys, it really got minimized this past week, <laughs> did it not? Now, I know that you went off on Cam Newton this week, and maybe maybe that's for later in the show. Maybe that's in buy or sell today. But I, I'm kind of surprised that the Cowboys did not find a way to come to an agreement with a long-term deal with, with Dak Prescott. Because it magnified a thought that you and I have shared. There, this is really, and I know every year is a prove-it year for NFL players, but this is really a prove-it year for Dak Prescott with the roster the Cowboys have eh, kind of allegedly put together and then first year under Mike McCarthy, whom we've all seen the, the rehabilitation story and how he's re, and I don't mean it in any negative way, just from a coaching perspective, where he's uh, revitalized his approach and he's gone more statistical and he's hired a numbers guru. It really is his year, Dak Prescott, to prove to Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones that he can be their long-term answer in Dallas, isn't it? You know, I was wrong on this. I thought they were going to get a deal done. And I did, not too. Be- not because I would have said, oh, Dak's going to fold or the Cowboys going to fold. I thought they were going to get a deal done because um, the Cowboys have made him a real good offer. What was it, between 33 and $35 million a year for, was it four years or five years? I think five years, right? Dak wanted it to be four years, whatever it was. Um, that's more than fair as far as I'm concerned. I think Dak got some bad advice uh, by not signing. I would have done it, especially in this time um, with uh, the fans going to be there, they're not going to be there. How is it going to affect payroll uh, for years to come, not only for next year, but maybe the year after that? Very uncertain times. I think I would have taken the, the guaranteed money at that point. Yeah, it was uh, reportedly a five, and I, I don't know if you said this, Arnie, because I completely and totally just zoned out for like two seconds. Five <laughs> years, $175 million, yeah. uh, with 45 mil for a fifth-year option. Wow, wow. Uh, that's reportedly um, what he was offered and said, said no to. Now, I, I can't help but wonder, I think Dak Prescott's hell of a quarterback, and if he's, if he's on the market, he'll have options. But I Will can't. He? I think so, don't you? Well, yeah, we has a few. Well, I don't know what's going to happen in a year from now. Are the Bears going to say, okay, we don't want Foles and Trubisky? Is that something that's going to open up? Um, you know, I I don't know which teams may have you know have openings, you know, later on after this year. But as of right now, but right now he doesn't have to worry about it. He's a Cowboy, well, so it doesn't make a difference. Oh, okay, let's play this I think game the here. Patriots. Real quick. I would say the Patriots are you know a team that I would certainly take a look at. Well, Dak's obviously one of them, but okay, so Carolina paid a lot of money to Teddy Bridgewater, so you wouldn't assume anything there. Correct. Indy has a one-year deal with Phillip Rivers, so maybe the Colts, and I know that what they spent a second-round pick on Jacob Eason, maybe it was a third-round pick, so you would assume they're going to give him a chance, but maybe a place like Indy, you brought up Chicago, prove it year for Mitch Trubisky. Uh, Miami drafted and went out and got Tua Tunga by Loa. that's not going to happen. Stop, stop there. What, what do you mean? You don't replace Hall of Famers like Tua. <laughs> okay, thanks, Arnie. Uh, I, I mean, wow, don't, don't, don't knock me like that. You know, stop that. Don't pretend like Tua is not going to be a great quarterback. Okay, I'm, I'm, I, I calm down. I, I, I understand that, that you've had your heart broken by all of these quarterbacks that you thought were going to be great, like what Cleo Lemon. Uh, um, let's see, Pat. Hey, Pat I Harris. I would have taken number 13 off the rafters and thrown it on two if he wanted it. I want you to know that. But I, I guess my point is I'm just yeah. I'm looking at a few places where there could be possible right. vacancies next year. I mean, 
I mean, Giants if Daniel Jones doesn't work out, maybe whom you had in the Hall of Fame before. No, he I didn't snap. like him. Stop it! I uh, didn't like that guy. Taysom Taysom Hill, if he's not the answer at New Orleans, could, how about if Sam Saints? Darnold isn't the answer? What if Sam's not the answer with the Jets? What? Hey, you know, what if the Raiders don't necessarily take that oh. next step with Derek Carr? Could you see Dak in Vegas? I guess my my point is more than anything else, he's going to have options. So, with that in mind. Could Jerry Jones be, and again, we know he's getting up there. We understand he's getting older. He wants to win a title again while he's still alive. Could he kind of have that bleep you mindset if things go a little bit south because they made him an incredible offer and he said no, and while maybe he digs him betting on himself, he's also a little bit PO'd that he didn't take the money whenever he had the opportunity. I've, I would feel like everybody's picking on me if I was Jerry Jones. I'd say, first of all, I caved into Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. I gave, uh, 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 what's his face, the wide receiver, Cooper. Yeah, Mari um, Cooper. I gave him the money. And now uh, my 33 to $35 million a year and all that money you just brought up to Dak is not good enough? You know what? I'm tired of getting pushed around. Um, I may want to win as I'm getting older. I'll give myself another quarterback, pay him the rookie contract, and build around that because that's the only time it seems like you win anyway when, when you have that uh, rookie contract and, and, and you don't have to worry about paying him a whole boatload of money. I feel like we have this conversation every year around this time whenever it comes to free agency and potential quarterback moves, but it is a very interesting quarterback class. Again, next year, I I don't know how much we're going to get to see the kid out of North Dakota State. Obviously, you have two guys that are considered franchise quarterbacks in Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields who will be available next year. So, Arnie, I mean, you you could have, again, a a class like you had this past season of guys that will be available. So, I... Again, I just I felt like it flew under the radar a little bit because of the Washington stuff, which gets us to the most important person's opinion on this. I didn't give Bobo a heads up on this. I'm sorry, Bobo. Dallas Cowboy diehard Bobo back in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. You cool with no long-term commitment to Dak Prescott? Are you fine with this right now? No, I'm not. Ooh. <laughs> no. Wow. I, need, I wanted the contract to be completed. Like, I, I wanted to gotcha. go in this season – not having a, a care in the world about who our quarterback was going to be. And to me, now we're going to have issues, and the the narrative to me is going to be, well, if Dak doesn't play good, you have Andy Dalton sitting in the wing to step up. You're right. And I don't want to hear that all season. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I feel like Dak shouldn't have to worry about that. Does Dak deserve all that big money? I wouldn't say he deserves that uh, Patrick Mahomes money, but I mean, 32. Three a year wouldn't be bad, and I I don't know what the big holdup is. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm hearing that it was they wanted a five year, he wanted a four years. It's I don't know, man. I just wanted the contract done before the season started. I, I like that to to take away some of the distractions yes, on exactly. a roster that looks pretty pretty solid right now. Wow, did you expect that right turn from Bobo, Arnie? No, I'm he flip flops all the time. Are you what? serious, man? Wow. Come on. I expect that from him, so I I expect that from him. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio stuff, (laughs) stop studio, good stuff, Bobo. Uh, Let's play a little by ourselves, shall we? We got a lot of really good tweets to get to tonight, so we'll roll through those. And, by the way, we'll get you an update on the mess that was social media today involving the NFL versus the NFLPA. It's all coming up as we head down the home stretch on another edition of Arnie and Plank right here on Fox sports radio Artie and plank brought to you tonight in part by blue emu maximum pain relief that's maximum pain relief from blue emu works fast and you won't stink 
It's pharmacist-recommended, odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backaches, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. I got all that. There is no stinging or burning involved, Arnie. That's good for you. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast, and you won't stink. All right, before we get to a couple of buyer cells, I know you're big on conspiracy theory. Yes. Maybe, Maybe looking down the road a little bit. Jonathan hits us up at Happy for Life 7 and writes, The Cowboys don't want Dak long-term, especially at the price he wants. If he blows them away this year, maybe. But the Cowboys will, after this year, sign Aaron Rodgers. Hashtag hot take. Give me some of that. I agree with Jonathan. Give me some of that. Um, There's no doubt in my mind there's Aaron Rodgers last year, right? I mean, he's not coming back to the Green Bay Packers. I, I, I'm trying to dig. I think the contract's pretty ridiculous for the next two years. No, they, I thought they amended that where it's actually for the next one year. Then he could get, they can get rid of him. Hold on. Hold on. Hold Let's on, check. Hold on. I, hold, I, I know originally it was two years. Pause then, the show. Yeah. Uh, he has a potential out in 2022. For the next two, for 2020, uh, if you get rid of him, let's just to say hypothetically that right. they moved on from him, it's uh, fifty-one million in dead cap, Ooh. and then thirty-one mil next year. So that's eighty-two mil over the next wow. two years. Can't they he, trade him? No, he's a cap hit right now of uh, twenty-one point six mil this year and thirty-six point three mil next season. Wow. Um, I you know. I love the conspiracy theories on where Aaron Rodgers could be playing. I, let's say we get a couple of exhibition games and Jordan Love knocks their socks off. Yeah, I, I'm not saying it's possible, but w- when did Pat Mahomes really make his hey? It was in weeks. Well, listen, in practice, and they knew this after they drafted him. Right, right. But when he went out and did what he did in week 17 against the Denver Broncos, a playoff-bound Kansas City Chiefs team realized, okay, we've got a new direction we're going next year. And lo and behold, you know everything they did from that point forward after Week 17, Brett Veach did in preparing to give Patrick Mahomes a contract they gave him. Who's to say the same thing can't play out in Green Bay? Or maybe that Green Bay just says, you know what, Let, let's let's find a taker. I'm sure that there can. There's I, only again. one team that can do that, and that is well, the Dallas Cowboys. One, no, no, no. Oh. There's only one team that can. Uh, get a, a player like Aaron Rodgers, um, especially when they have no money and they pull it out of their backside. That'd be the Patriots, <laughs> the Patriots. who sign everybody and they have like uh, thirty-two dollars left to their name. You know? Hey, can can I ask you why are you all mad at at uh, Cam Newton this week? Why am I? Why is my feed blowing up with you getting angry at at Cam Newton for something he, he said? He took he took a shot at Tom Brady. How is what he said taking a shot? Now you could call plays that you couldn't call before. That's like me doing a show with somebody else on Sundays and say, well, now we could do a really good sports show now that Plank's not here. No, it's that's exactly I, like that. No, it's not. And here's why. Yes, let me let me explain yes. it to you yes. so you can quit your okay. fake outrage. Please. Okay. Are you going to run running plays with Tom Brady? You mean the quarterback runs? Yes, Arnie. Are you going to run quarterback run plays no, with Tom Brady? No, but I'm not going to run them with Cam Newton either. Why not? Why, so I could get my 31-year-old quarterback's head knocked off also? Where has he made a majority of his noise as an NFL player? I understand that. That was okay. a long time ago. And another thing, Belichick four doesn't years need, ago. Let me tell you something. Belichick's <laughs> offense is not based on the quarterback running. You understand that, don't you? Why not? Who's to Why say not? they can't because adjust? Because they went to nine Super Bowls. Give me that offense. I'll take that one. Okay. 
but they can do things with Cam that they couldn't do with Tom Brady. Why, how is that? How is that calling out Tom Brady? That's simply the truth. That'd be like you saying, "Hey, Plank's not in next week, so I can actually talk about hockey." That's not See, saying, I, "Oh, you can do a good I, talk show." I would have said, "I would have said, well, you know, you could do. Why don't you do things just as good as Tom Brady and take us to a Super Bowl like the nine Tom took us to? How about that?" This this sudden turn where you think Tom Brady's the greatest thing ever is the most mesmerizing 180 that you've done on this show. You won't even you're not admit the that, best ever. You're, you won't even admit that they couldn't run a quarterback run with him, and now they can with Cam Newton. And Cam Newton pointing out a fact is him taking a shot you know, at Tom Brady. Do you know Tom Brady's like the best on fourth and one in uh, for uh, quarterbacks? Right, but are you running him on second and five? Are you just gonna? Are you gonna take no, your I'm wedge gonna, off I'm, the team? I'm I'm gonna run Cam Newton like he's Michael Vick. That's what I'm gonna do. You're right. You got me on that. He's, I, it, if you think that's the way the Patriot way is going to be, um, yeah, okay, there you go. Well, I, I'm sorry, but you're dead wrong if you don't think you can do things with Cam Newton that you couldn't do with Tom Brady. Yeah, it's called I'm I'm gonna be losing. That's what you're gonna be doing with Cam Newton. <laughs> that's what you're gonna be. That, losing that's with. not the point. Yeah. That's not what he's bringing up. He's yeah. bringing up that they can run the football with them and that they can be mobile with them. And I, I think you're already starting to find reasons to start picking on Cam when they win games. I well, really do. Winning games with this, him, please. You're going to be everyone that's – I hate this because I can't stand the Patriots. But everybody who's in for a ha-ha, look at you, Belichick, you can't win without Tom Brady – is in for a very frustrating year no, if we no, play the NFL. No, this you season. see, you don't see what's going to happen here. We're going to laugh Save at this Belichick. Tape, Bobo. We're going to, yeah, we're going to laugh at Belichick and the Patriots going, ha ha ha, you stink this year. Ah, you should have signed Tom Brady. Ha, you lost another one. Ha, wait a minute. You got the number one pick and you're taking who? Wait, what? No, what? they're going to be good, Trevor man. Trevor Lawrence? Again, you're Trevor talking, Lawrence? you're talking about a division where everyone's hanging their hat on. Josh Allen being the best quarterback yeah, in that division. That is kind of bad. That so is. look out. Uh, oh, by the way, an MGM John brings up a really good point before we get to buy or sell. Yeah. Wow, Arnie, are you already trying to curse Tua now? Why no. now? I just want to be there for the Hall of Fame ceremony. So I'm, I'm actually going to take that weekend off if that's okay with you. Well, then what year are you looking ahead to him actually being in the Probably Hall of Fame? 18 to 20 years from now, I guess. <laughs> Give it probably the same year Arizona's playing Alabama. Yeah. So yeah, twenty thirty. Whenever they're finally going to get to that point, uh, and then and then one more. Uh, Paul writes, "I finally figured out why Kershaw turns into a dumpster fire in the postseason. It's because Arnie says my Dodgers. Can you confirm and or deny that, Arnie? That you're the reason why." Clayton Kershaw imploded because you suddenly became a Dodgers fan during the postseason the last three years. Yeah, I, I can't confirm nor deny that, though, right now. I'm, but I, I feel good this year um, for my Dodgers. I mean, I'm, I bank it. You know, How, I how do you come, feel about your Mets? The only thing is, is you know like what's going to, to bother me is the Dodgers. My Dodgers are finally going to win a World Series. And we won't be able to have a parade. So that that's I'm bummed out about that. Uh, here, here's one thing that is actually a really good a point parade on yeah, baseball. Uh, Brendan writes, I'm glad baseball is back. Now, please find any way to end the TV blackouts. It's the most obsolete bane of any local sports fan's existence. Blackouts are obsolete because the population has multiplied dramatically since the dawn of TV. Hashtag end it now. Are you even Amen blacked out? Are you blacked out from the Red Sox? 
No, no, not at all. No, I get, well, I'm in Vermont, though, but no, we, I get all the channels, Nesson, Nesson Plus, we, <sighs> I get the Red Sox, I get the Bruins, the Patriots, I get, I get them all up here. Have, have we talked about this on the show? Do you know who I'm blacked out from watching? Um, well, and we have a station that carries the Rangers, but technically you're in their market. Uh, so you're, we're blacked out from the Cardinals or we're considered in the market for the Cardinals, the Rangers, the Astros and, and, and the Royals. Wow. And for, and for a while, Arnie, the Rockies were in that mix. Wow. So somehow, some way, these small towns in Oak, I'm surprised they don't black us out from the Dodgers, though. Kind of the, the Dodgers carrier does a good job of doing that. But <laughs> isn't that crazy? You got five, four to five teams. It's I, I agree with you. It's the most obsolete, ridiculous rule in baseball. And the fact that they're enforcing it this year is just pure insanity. Absolute yeah. insanity. No, we got everything. We're we're yeah. good to go. There's no you. blackouts, no nothing out here. We're we're good. <sighs> One final time. From the Geico Fox Sports Radio studio, Steve DeSager helps make some sense and bring some normalcy to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. What's going on, Steve? The blackouts make zero sense. None. Zero. And, you know, NFL quietly got rid of that. And did they implode? Did did the ratings go down the last <laughs> no. couple of years? All's well, people. By the way, the worst blackout rule, and that was announced before spring training this year, is MLB TV notified its online subscribers that Blue Jays games will be blacked out in all of Canada on the streaming service. (laughs) Wow. Good. (laughs) That's their territory. So, therefore... You have to go to, what is it, Sportsnet now, or it's just, it would just, honestly, people, please. I, I have read wow. that now that That's LA, like saying, how about if the Cowboys were blacked out in the United States, huh? Well, the worst was when the, the, the Chargers, I, I think even before they had moved up here, Chargers games in San Diego for I don't know how many years would be blacked out in Los Angeles if they didn't sell out on time. Meaning that you would have to drive the 120 miles to a Charger home game and you would have to get there at 10 a.m. in order to have a parking space at that old place. It was just, it's an insane rule. Absolutely insane. Does not take the fans into consideration in the least. I will say at least, as I mentioned on a last night's show, the Dodgers channel is more widely available in Los Angeles, finally, after six years this year, just in time for there to be no games between mid-March and mid-July. But that's I've gotten good point. the last six years. I've gotten every year. Uh, yeah. But I've, I have read that Vegas can now, because it's DirecTV, Vegas can now get Dodger games. They were even blacked out from Dodger games the last few years, a lot of them. Well, the Dodgers did have one of the four MLB exhibitions tonight. 9-2 was the final. L.A. over Arizona. Cody Bellinger, first inning Grand Slam. He had an RBI single as well. He went three for four with five RBIs. The Diamondbacks as a team went four for 30 as a plate. And it was Mookie Betts in a Dodger uniform. Two hits, two runs scored. The White Sox, oh, an injury update from that one, by the way, is Austin Barnes, one of the two Dodger catchers, wound up being hit by a pitch on the hand. He finished the inning. Apparently will take tomorrow off. And for Arizona in the eighth inning, infielder Jake Lamb was hit by a pitch on the hand. He finished the half inning and then did not return. White Sox got six runs top of the fifth after the starter left. They beat the Cubs at Wrigley Field 7-3. to Yasmani Grandal, two-run double for the White Sox. And Luis Robert with an RBI double. He's from Cuba, turns 23 soon. The White Sox very high on him. He batted 328 in the minors last year. The Cubs tonight at Wrigley just five hits, five for 31 with 10 
10 strikeouts. Jason Kipnis did have an early home run. And full of home runs all over the other two games. Yankees hit four of them in a 6 nothing win over the Mets. Two long balls off the bat of Aaron Judge, including a two-run shot in the sixth. The Mets offense, meantime, three for 30, nine strikeouts. At least they didn't have the four errors like last night. Jordan Ouch. Montgomery, the, the Yankees, was the winning pitcher with five scoreless innings, six strikeouts. The other game had the Baltimore Orioles winning a game. Can this count? Can this count for the season? <laughs> That's what Oriole fans are saying, probably. But three solo homers, four won the final at Philadelphia. Bryce Harper of the Phils had an RBI single. In fact, he had two singles and a walk. Mets pitcher Jacob deGrom after a bad back, made a successful simulated start today. He's on track for the opener. Yankees pitcher Masahiro Tanaka threw a bullpen session today. He's been out a couple weeks after being hit on the head by a line drive. Anthony Rendon with the Angels now is feeling better after missing the last two days with oblique tightness. The Blue Jays talked to Major League Baseball and the Players Union today needing a home stadium now for this year. The Blue Jays are looking at Major League ballpark sites. Pittsburgh has been mentioned. The Yankees open the Major League season Thursday night at Washington Washington. Dodgers host the Giants that evening as well. John Rahm won the Memorial by five strokes. Rahm overtakes Rory McIlroy for the number one world ranking. Tiger Woods shot 76. He finished in a tie for 40th place. The LPGA Tour will resume its season in a couple weeks. Austin Dillon took the NASCAR race at Texas. There was an MLS FS1 doubleheader tonight from the complex in Orlando. San Jose, a 2-0 winner over Chicago. Then Seattle beat Vancouver 3-0. Also at the Disney Complex, the NBA exhibitions start this week. And the exhibition opening games will have quarters of just 10 minutes long instead of 12, according to AP, easing their way into it. That's exactly what the NFL players want. Let's ease our way into training camps. into it. There is still, between the Players Union and the NFL, discussions on the health protocols. Veterans will be doing uh, expect to report July 28th. The, the NFL can set the dates. They can fine you if you don't report. NFL players today tweeted their concerns about the health protocols. The league will start the camps on time. Most rookies start reporting Tuesday. And the NHL will officially return to play August 1st. Back to you. Yes. Thanks, Steve. Have a great week, buddy. Can't wait till next yeah, week. Yeah, next week. week. Your vacation was denied. Sorry. As we come to you <laughs> Not live. by you, obviously. Yes, by me. From by the me. Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy <laughs> to say 15% or more on car insurance with geico go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO the only hard part is figuring out which way is easier why you got to be denying well you know someone's got to run a tight ship (laughs) got to run a tight ship around here (laughs) um all right let's play a little buy or sell here and let's let's kind of carry carry over from what we talked about in the uh, opening couple of segments and that's a little dak because let's face it the news hasn't always been good arnie we're worried about seasons getting canceled, football getting shifted to the spring, but we had some good old-fashioned on-the-field slash contract controversies this week. So with that in mind, buy or sell, Dak Prescott will still be the Cowboys quarterback in 2021. No, 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 no. Too much water under the bridge. You you can't go back after this. There's too many hard feelings there, ill feelings. And even if I'm Dak, you're thinking to yourself, okay, you came this far. That must you. That must mean that you think you can get that money from another team. So, um, and by the way, if anybody even matches the Cowboys, I think he goes, though he shouldn't, because um, the most star appeal, obviously, is playing for the star, the Dallas That's Cowboys. Right. Uh, I wouldn't have put my 
yourself in this position, but now that you've gone this far, um, you might as well go all in. I don't think he'll be back with the Cowboys after this year. All right, so buy or sell, the finger needs to be pointed at the NFL, who has had a six-month head start on the pandemic, and yet they still have ended up, and I, I guess, what, are we not? Are we still calling it a pandemic or just COVID-19? Anyway, right. uh, that they don't have a plan in place, and their plan was no plan at all. So in this little dust-up between the Players Association and the NFL, Arnie, the finger firmly gets pointed at the NFL for not having a better plan. By we herself. haven't even really started yet, so I don't know how we're going to be picking on the NFL. Um, do we know that they're not going to go ahead and have testing every day or have it safe out there for the players? I, I, I've not heard anything different. I think we're going to be able to go through and, and have a season. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what they want. Do they want a bubble? They want, you know, no full stadiums. They want testing every day. I, I'm not, I'm not sure what their list of demands are. That's a confusing thing to me too. All right. Um, I'm going to read through this. I'm going to, I'm going to dig into it, but. Uh, okay, well, you don't want an exhibition season. Guaranteed pay is in there. I get well, all I that. Well, I wouldn't want an exhibition. I don't think there's going to be an exhibition no, season. No, there won't I, be. Yeah, I think that's dumb. I said that a long time ago. I said uh, they'll go from four to two, and then who knows even if we'll have any of them. I, I finally nailed something right. I got that one right. Well, here's here's a, I guess, maybe a, a question or maybe a concern. Wouldn't the players be the ones that would actually want an exhibition season or a preseason to get acclimated to the game, and then also to give guys an opportunity to still make the roster? Well, I, I guess that anyway. me. Uh, guys, you know, uh, do we know that if there's no preseason games, there's not going to be some exemption to the rosters where you could hang on to like 10 guys or or something like that? Or, or am I just naive and I, I wasn't paying attention? Did, no, no, no. Be, yeah. They're still working that out, too. We don't even know. Oh, okay, right so, there, yeah. so there is a possibility you could have extra guys on the practice squad or on the squad itself then, right? I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, two more quick buy or sells because I know your picks are coming up, and that's what yes. everyone came for tonight. Of course. Arnie, buy or sell – Mike Trout will play, and between he and Rendon, they're going to have a solid one-two punch and may end up winning the American League West. Mike Trout will play. There's 60 games in the season, right? Yeah, exactly. I think he'll play to like 38 to 40 oh. games when they get mathematically eliminated, <laughs> and then he'll take the rest of the season off and say he has to go home. So he'll play for the first 38 games, and then – um, then they're going to be donezo, and then uh, okay. you have to move on. Yeah. All right, and then uh, one more buy or sell, and this sticks with baseball. We never really got to our uh, baseball preview slash predictions, though I'm sure you'll have a take or two. But buy or sell, a nice little under-the-radar playoff team for 2020 could be the Cincinnati Reds with a rotation that includes names like Sonny Gray, Trevor Bauer, uh, Bauer the Castillo kid's good, uh, Joey Votto maybe running out of time. I mean, I – I don't know, Arnie. I'm liking the Cincinnati Reds. Buy or sell, they could be a sneaky good slash playoff team. I think we're going to see a few um, sneaky uh, uh, teams that could get into the playoffs because, like we said, it's a 60-game run, um, and who knows how that's going to turn out. Anybody with the strong pitching, though, um, is going to have the big advantage. You have good pitching. That will carry you through uh, through the first 60 games. But as for Cincinnati being a surprise team, I'll, I'll buy into that. If you if you can get out strong, we know what that's going to be. You, you, you start with a five-game losing streak, forget about it. You're already done. The uh, season's over. So that I'm finally going to enjoy a regular season in baseball uh, with <laughs> 60 games. Who would have thought it? 
When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's what you all came for tonight. Arnie's Picks and Big Ben right around the corner right here on Fox Sports Radio. Great job tonight, Bobo. Awesome stuff. Bo Benson filling in at Bo T. Benson on Twitter. Steve DeSager on updates. Fun show. All the great editors behind the scene. I... It's rare for me not to use any sound, but we were getting after it all night with our great guests wow. like Todd Furman, uh, John Paul Morosi. So awesome job all the way around. So thanks to all the editors in the back. And thank you for hanging out with us all night long. Big Ben Maller is coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. But Arnie, before we get there, we have yeah. one final treat for the listening audience tonight, which is what a majority of them came for, I think. It's time for your picks, and you have games to talk about this week. Oh, let's go. Arnie's let's, picks with actual games. Let's do it. Put me in the mood. Give me a little music. Let's see where we're going to go. Well, when you say games, I mean, I'm just going to go and pick what the Yankees Nationals, right? That's the game you were talking about that we're going to go with, or are we going to do, like, all the games on Friday? You know what hey, I mean? This is your segment, dude, so it's whatever you want to do with it. I mean, well, we have we have two we have two games. Why are you leaving out the Dodgers and the Giants? I mean, we got games all week I, long, or all weekend long. Okay, I know you're excited. Let me just give you a couple of them. So I was, I was only going to do the games on Thursday. Uh, I like my Yankees uh, over the Nationals in that one. I think Cole has already looked – uh, in midseason form from that one performance we saw where he, what, pitched like five or six innings, and I'm going to take my Dodgers. Uh, and, and by the way, um, that's who I have in the World Series, Dodgers-Yankees. Oh, okay. That yeah. might get a few ratings. Oh, I think it'd be awesome. I think it'd be you awesome. You jinxed it, though, so it's going to end up being like the Phillies and the White Sox, so good job. By the way, on, on just to throw one in, my Mets get a win on Friday when they open up the season against the Atlanta Braves, so I'm, I'm excited about who, that. Who are you guys throwing in your opener? Uh, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> Tom, unknown. I think it's Tom Seaver. I'm not there sure. There you though. go. There you I'm go. Double check that. And I'm betting against the Red Sox every game, so I'm going to take the Orioles over the Red Sox. Red Sox are going to be horrible this year. Absolutely horrible. A um, couple of other things I wanted to go and do. Uh, college football. We didn't get any news from that this year, uh, this week. Uh, by the way, what did you think? Is Alabama going to be playing um, a BYU or what? Listen, I know you're in Vermont. But we didn't get any news this week. What are you well, talking I, about? I just we didn't get the confirmation on like is the SEC going to play out of conference games or you know were they going to go ahead and cancel it? Same thing with the ACC it, and your Big Twelve. Here's what I would say: yeah. if you hear that Bama is trying to schedule a game against BYU, yeah, yeah, that's what, what would that tell you? That that's kind of and and Oklahoma, by the way, one big story that. You know, kind of has been swept under the rug, hasn't been talked about much. They've petitioned the NCAA to move up their opener against Missouri State uh, a week. But, Arnie, it's all with that caveat, right? If right. if we play football. I, I'm still worried about the ACC not playing out of conference games, so um, I think that's going to happen. But mostly, uh, one other prediction. I know it's a little early for this because I could do it next week, but I got the Lakers and the Celtics Ooh. Uh, in the NBA Finals with my Lakers still winning it all, even without Rondo. So uh, there you have my picks. Do with them as you please. Remember, no longer strictly for entertainment purposes Play. only. Uh, okay. Clap, 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 Thank clap, you. Thank clap. you. Thank you. You just, you, you, you legitimately just hurt my head. Yeah. Last week. I hate you, Arnie. <laughs> no, but hold on, Bobo. Last week, 
we found out live on this young, very radio program that yes. that Rondo was was done and yes. wasn't going to be able to play. Yes. And you buried the Lakers and they yes. said you said yes. they were done and finished yes. and it's over yes. and the Clippers are winning it all. Yes. So you changed your mind in six and a half days. No, I changed my mind since last night when Bertie Fratto came on the show and said that the Lakers are actually uh, more of a favorite to win the championship now that Rondo's out. Can you go back to being a Clippers fan just so I wow. can feel a little bit better wow. about things? I'm trying to give you a little bit of logic here. You, 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 you give me a hard time over that? I think you're purposely it's, – it's like the Patriots – you know, you're a Patriots fan, so you would always pick Not against them fan. because you knew that you're cursed. And I think that you realize that you're the mush, so you're trying to implode <laughs> things for the Lakers and the Dodgers right now because, you know, that's who Bobo and I love. That's our teams. But I, I can't. So now the Lakers, you, what was, what was his number that, that changed your mind? I'll be an Oklahoma Sooner fan. How about that if there's a curse? No, we cannot have that. Um, <laughs> go, go far, far. I would probably, I would, you know, you always talk about quitting your job. Yeah. I'd probably resign. I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. I just, I, I can't handle this anymore. Uh, too quick. I know we're running out of time yeah. and we got to get out of the way for Big Ben, who's coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. A couple of quick tweets before we get out. I like this from Paul, who writes, I'd love to see Bill Belichick be more involved in marketing and HR issues with the Patriots. <laughs> you mean he's not? And yeah. then uh, one more from UCLA Dodger Frank who writes, if we get virtual fans, we also get virtual fights in the stands and virtual streakers too, right? Oh, yeah, of course. You got to have that. That's, that's awesome. I love that idea. Mm, I, I like uh, that. I think we've got a market. Of course, that comes from the report from Andrew Martian, who said earlier tonight that Fox is experimenting with virtual crowds. Which was Could probably my idea. Yeah, that was your idea. He stole yeah. it from you. You need to I go trademark these things yeah. after the shows on was, Sunday yeah. night. All right, hey, don't go anywhere. Big Ben's coming up next. Uh, B. Finley's in on the update, so have a great rest of your night. Arnie and I will be back on Sunday night where we'll actually have games to recap. Yes. And I'm here to tell you. I think we'll have a little bit more clarity on college football as this week progresses. So keep an eye open for that. For Arnie Spanier, I'm Chris Plank. The show never stops on Twitter at Stinking Genius One, at Plank Show, at Fox Sports See Radio. Ya. Ben's next. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.